Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We lost, by the way, but, you know. Sorry. No. There's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight is one best picture. Moonlight. Best picture. All right, it's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. How are you? That's the Oscars from last night. That happened about 1230 in the evening. Uh, the last award, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway, 50th anniversary of Bonnie and Clyde. Wrong envelope. <laughs> Still cracks me up. So wait, could you say Bonnie and Clyde stole Moonlight's thunder? <laughs> Ooh. 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 Yeah. So, Drew, were we not on the actual radio at DFN? Is that what you were saying? Because I'm getting a ton of Facebook stuff. Man, I don't even know. Are we know. fixed? I don't, I don't know. How about this? If you can hear us, call us. <laughs> well, how about this? If you can hear us, call Facebook. us. How about that? It's funny because, you know, normally you just go, I'd like to go on Facebook and just have someone say, hey, gee, what's going on with your show, man? And I look, did Henson's show get canceled already? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, let me just go to the negative. Let me just, let me dance on a grave that's not dug you, yet. You, you seeing what the buzz is on the boards? No. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I was going to say, yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if it was already up on message boards. Like, the oh. Henson show already canceled. What do they do with those two other guys? No one knows who they are. It's just funny because... Uh, it's just a technical glitch because you guys are in a new studio, and I don't know how all this works. I'm not one of them engineering guys, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, we look about as bad as the Oscars as we make fun of the Oscars. But understand, we're here doing our job. That's right, right. <laughs> I don't know where everyone else is, but um, I thought last night uh, the the very end was fascinating. The, the dude from La La Land, I thought, ha- handled it with about as much class as you could handle something that had to be devastating. He'd already given his full acceptance speech. Well, and he handed it off to another yeah. guy. Well, oh, yeah, no, you're he right. handed it to another guy. Yep. The bald guy finished first. So, I mean, could you imagine he's sitting at home going, they made me look like such an idiot. I'm up there accepting my, my trophy when really I lost in one of the biggest upsets ever. I mean, oh, God. that is so embarrassing. I mean, La La Land so- was nominated for the most Academy Awards of all time, tied with Titanic. It was supposed to win... Nearly the same as Titanic. It was an overwhelming favorite for Best Picture. I just it, don't get that. I, I don't either. I mean, Drew kind of said it. Hollywood loves Hollywood. Well, didn't Didn't you look at La La Land and know you didn't need to see that without ever seeing it? Come on. You're not going to sit there and watch these people dance around, are you? Uh, I'm actually quite excited to watch them dance around. That doesn't even look remotely interesting. I think it looks wonderful and delightful. I don't know that Shocker. it looks like the Best Picture of the Year. How's that? 
delightful. Yeah, it does look delightful. How about that? Delightful. Well, and you know what else comes out of this is... Whimsical, even? Whimsical. The gaff at the end is stealing the thunder from Gary in Chicago. <laughs> to me, that was the <laughs> best part of that. Greg, did you see Gary from Chicago? The guy who... Uh, the guy from the tour bus. Yeah, yeah, then I Denzel comes over and marries him. And I don't yeah. know. I, did you like that? I thought that was awesome. Those people just stunned it. in this big I mean, auditorium. Funny. Yeah. I, I went, when, when she said, he said, who's your favorite actor? She says, that man over there. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Because everyone loves Denzel. Yep. Especially the ladies. The ladies love Denzel. The ladies and, and then, Jim. Good actor. I do too, though. I like Denzel. Listen, when he installed the split veer at T.C. Williams High School, his career changed for the better. That's all I'm See, saying. now, I thought his best job was when he brought those kids together. At Gettysburg? When, and then when he made them sing Ain't No Mountain High Enough together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that was pretty good. That was pretty profound. Fat guys singing, you know, doing his fat guy things. The white <laughs> <laughs> All right, 866 But But Drew overall says, why are you dopes even care? Seriously, I mean, I had it on as background noise last night. I, you know, it was just a thing that was kind of on. I, uh-huh. I have no interest in the Oscars. I, many other people like myself have said, screw the Oscars until they start getting it right and stop giving them to movies people don't watch. Like, how's this? In 2008, what won the Oscar for Best Picture, guys? Slumdog Millionaire, which is a good movie. But it was an indie release that didn't go theatrically nationwide until after it won the Oscar. Do you know what got snubbed that year? The Dark Knight. Possibly one of the greatest superhero films ever made. One of Christopher Nolan's best films. Okay, Heath Ledger. Superhero films don't win. Right, but that's garbage because well, people see them. What is the actual I just, I just criteria here? Is this mass appeal <laughs> or is it artistic ability? Because they're artistic. not always the same thing, right? I mean, you could make Transformers blow up and make millions and billions of dollars. Is it going to be the best movie? I think it's the best intersection of the two. I think you should have to have a commercially appealing movie that can still be an artistic film. How's this? The Avengers. I don't know that a commercial appeal has to matter, Drew. I see. I, I, yeah. Who, okay, hold on. These are foo foo awards anyway. Right, but then why does anyone care? Why does anyone care about winning foo foo awards when it's movies no one's going to see? How's this? The Rock's not going to win an Oscar, but he's the highest paid actor oh, in the world. Hold your tongue. Why? Well, look, I should never doubt Dwayne The Rock Johnson and his mighty greatness. <laughs> Dwayne Johnson is... Glorious! Yes, he is. All right. He's getting robbed. He was robbed when he did that movie. Right. I can't believe he won't win next year for Baywatch. Or, wait, wasn't he, or Fate of the was, Furious. Wasn't he one where he was a dad or something? Uh, the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, where he, was, he, got, he was where robbed. He was, where he was a tooth he was, fairy. He was robbed. There was also one where he was like a football player who finds out he has a daughter. That's the one I was talking about. Yeah, what was that one? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That one. Yeah. That, that one he that was movie. robbed. Also, he was robbed for. <laughs> I saw that when I was passing through on cable one day. It How was does anyone so doubt proven. the power of the Scorpion King? Oh, my God. He was in a Furious movie, wasn't he? He's still in the Furious movies. <laughs> That's he what was I was robbed. talking about. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to get robbed next year for Fate of the Furious. Yeah. He was in G.I. Joe, too. Yeah, so I'm robbed. digging up his IMDb. Hold on. We were all robbed by G.I. Joe. Race. Let's be real here. Race to which mountain? 
The remake. The remake. <laughs> Walking Tall. That was actually not bad. I actually liked Walking Tall a lot. I will still so watch that if it's on. He was in Hercules. Hercules! Hercules! Gridiron Gang. You remember that one? <laughs> Gridiron yes. Gang. When everyone was making movies about like, nostalgia football. Nostalgia yeah. football and kids who didn't have a choice but to play football or, you know, join a bad crowd. Doesn't he doesn't he get nominees for Grammys too? Isn't he a singer too? Do, no, no. We, no. I wish. Well, there's a discography on his Wikipedia page. Well, of course there's, but it's probably his wrestling themes. Uh, one of them's Pi, WWF, The Music, Volume 5. Yeah, see? <laughs> Did he make that? No. Well, well his, then why is it listed? On. His quotes are in the song. <laughs> That's a Grammy word. Him, him going, him going <laughs> nobody cares what the, the Rock says. And he would just you know repeat what, that um, over and over. The Rock says. What's, what's, the, what's, what's the cartoon Moana? It's, uh, he was actually technically nominated for an Oscar this year. Had that movie Ooh. not lost to Zootopia. Okay, but technically he should get a Grammy, too, because he's in the song You're Welcome. <laughs> well, let's. did it win the Grammy? Come on, man. He's a dual threat. Give him an Emmy, too. Doesn't he do that show? Triple, on, uh, he's a triple HBO. threat. He's a triple threat. Uh, technically, he's he a wrestles? quadruple threat. Actor, Whoa. singer, producer. Bohunk. And model, clearly. <laughs> All right, 866-314-9696. Hollywood's loss was all our gain last night because it was absolutely glorious. Mm. Glorious! <laughs> Coming up next, we'll talk about one of the other big shams going on over the weekend. Oh, hush. This time at the Palace of uh, Shamalama Ding Dong. That's right. Big time. Big time might as well we'll call, get to that. Might as well call him Rip Shamilton. Oh, that was good. Thanks. Put that one in your put a check mark on. I'm your gonna forehead. put a feather in my cap. <laughs> Gold star. Yay! All right, you're listening to Greg Vig Drew and Jim. Six one. All right, it's Greg Big Drew and Jim. 866-314-9696 is the number. Before we get to the Rip Hamilton embarrassment, let's grab a couple of phone calls here as we talk about what happened to the Oscars last night. It was bad, guys. It was really, really bad. Uh, let's check in with Bill in Plainwell. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey, thanks for the line. Sorry, I couldn't hold. I couldn't hear the show while I was on hold, so it throwing me off a little bit. Sorry, man. Yeah, we're, we're experimenting, uh, you know. This is uh, this is like when you were in college and someone was like, "Hey man, you want to try this?" And you're like, "Sure, why not?" We should have said no. For the record, we should have said no. Should have turned it on. Technology advancement is not always the way to go for it. <laughs> Fear the future. Hey man, uh, just chiming in on the Oscar convo. I'm an annual watcher, a huge uh, film and cinema fan, and usually there's a movie like last year was The Revenant, or the year was Forrest Gump. You know. Uh, there will be blood type of flick. That's a clear cut flick that I really enjoy. And gosh, they expanded the best picture field out to ten. And this year they could have reduced it to zero. I think. I don't think I've ever seen a year where the uh, the crowd of movies were less enjoyable and less 
seen, uh, you know, not even one populist movie besides La La Land, which is, you know, and Fences, which basically are plays yeah. that are adapted to the screen, which if I want to see a musical, I'll go down to the Civic or DeVos and watch an actual play. <laughs> um, but, you know, what kind of annoyed me, was that the ending was strange, but, you know, it's like a coach lobbying to the refs, to the media after a game for calls. Last year we had that big thing where uh, African-Americans were going to boycott the Oscars. A lot of them didn't show up to the Oscars. But this year was Oscars so black. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. I mean, like, how, how obvious can you make it to, like, give, you know, the, like a lot of the major awards, which is fine that they're deserving. It just it just doesn't look, it doesn't pass the smell test when immediately the year following when, you know, they got all this backlash. That is true. And, uh, you know, and now this is tainted. It's like, okay, so now even like the Oscars, you ha- can't even earn it on your own merit. You have to earn it with political, you know. Well, hold on. Why do you say that? Because I would think the three biggest awards are Best Picture, Leading Actor, Leading Actress. Right, well, Two of yeah, the three it, went it, to white people. Well, yeah, but yeah, you're right. You're, no, well, no, the best picture obviously went to Moonlight. That wasn't a... No, I know. I said two yeah. of the three. The actor and actress were Emma Stone and Casey Affleck. Correct, correct. Denzel was up, obviously. Right, and uh, I think he well, should have won and didn't, I, so what does that I still say? I feel like Casey Affleck counts as two white people, so... <laughs> and, best, and Best Supporting Actress obviously went to uh, Viola Davis. But hold on. And, uh, you, did you see Fences in La La Land? I, I did. I saw. I, I thought she was more of a uh, uh, a leading actress. I, I think agree. she should have been up for leading actress, and I think she was better than Emma Stone. So she didn't. They could have gone swing and go Denzel and Viola Davis and Moonlight and just put it in your. They didn't. I don't think it was. But it's just strange that you give the best supporting actress to Viola, and then you don't give Best Actor to Denzel. You give the Best Actress to Emma Stone, but you don't give the Best Actor to Ryan Gosling. I mean, I think, like, if you're going to award one, aren't aren't the the lead roles and the roles kind of associated with another to gel? I don't know. I mean, it just didn't feel right. I feel bad, man. Moonlight didn't get their moment, and I felt bad for Warren Beatty, and I felt bad for the entire thing. was just super awkward, man. But, uh, yeah, at least Steve Harvey's off the hook now, and, uh, <laughs> It'll make for some good memes, boys. But uh, hopefully next year we get the cinema up, man. We need uh, we need some uh, new Scorsese flags, you know, and some new DiCaprio flags, and yep. uh, I, we need Daniel Day Lewis to get back on the scene. Guy well, hasn't done a movie since Lincoln. He's the man. It looks like he's working right, thanks, on something. We appreciate the call, the call man. man. You know the thing though, uh, if the ratings are any indication, in about fifteen years it'll be over anyway because they're going down ten percent a year, according to Nielsen. They went down from twenty four million. To 21 million this year, people watching. So uh, maybe you'll get your wish, Drew. Maybe people aren't caring anymore. Do you think it's too elitist? Um, it is too elitist. It's been too elitist for years. That's the problem with the Oscars. Is how's this, Jim? You tried to see as many Oscar movies as possible, and you realized a lot of them aren't even showing everywhere. And that's I don't put that on the movie theaters. You know what movie theaters do? They make money. So you want to put movies in your theaters that people are going to see. This Meryl Street movie, no one saw the damn thing. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It, I don't know that it even played in West Michigan. <laughs> I, I don't think it did. You know, whatever it was, I, I'm sure it was a great movie of some sort. Drew, you're just a peon. Will you stop? You're not Hollywood. I'm not Hollywood. I'm not elite. I'm a normal human being. Right, but these DJ awards aren't for elite, normal, though. though. Then where's the movie awards for normal people, James? I don't know. I'm just, I don't people's know if there's just awards? a disconnect on for what you want and what they are. I mean, their thing is normal's bad. This needs to be elite. This needs to be the crust of the crust. It needs to have all the details, the costume design. The- and that's, look, 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 look. Keep all that stuff, right? Yeah. Keep all those awards because the people who do those things deserve to be recognized. You know, it's again, I'm a comic book nerd. You couldn't name an inker, but I know Mick Gray does phenomenal work with inks. So you just want either a spinoff show or an award within the show that's like popular. I don't know why you can't find balance. Why you can't say, here, like, uh, what was it? How's this? Star Wars. Really popular movies, right? Mm -hmm. But nothing revolutionary about them. There's no storytelling that they're doing that they haven't done before, right? So you wouldn't say Star Wars is Oscar worthy. But you would say maybe... Wait, the, the original wasn't? I'd say the original was. The original was nominated, wasn't it? Right. In the yeah, 70s? So. Yeah. But again, it gets screwed because the Oscar committee, which is a bunch of old white men, don't like sci-fi. And how's this? They don't like horror. So Get Out, which currently is one of the best-reviewed movies in the history of the website Rotten Tomatoes, likely won't get an Oscar nom. Even though it's supposed to be an incredible film. It's that they're the Astro set- Committee is not old white men. It's easily split 50-50. There's a bunch of women, a couple of black folks, a couple of Asians. Nice pictures, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just looking at the pictures of them I'm all. just looking at the pretty pictures. But then, isn't, it, isn't this maybe um, an example of a bigger Dude, issue on. Hold, of wait, today? hold on, hold on, pump the brakes. There is one African-American man in this photo. One man who appears to be possibly of Asian descent. And otherwise, a this black is woman. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, I, two, I, there's two black women. There's about five white women, six white women. It's not old white guys, Drew. That's just the lame ass thing that you go to when you get upset. Well, hold on. I, I was just going to say, I think this is a, an example of a bigger issue where everybody clings to one or two things that support. So if you were someone that said, oh, they made it too black last night, you'd point well, to all the, oh, you'd, you'd point I, to the people who are more diverse on the I panel. Can I point at this and well, say Let me finish what I'm people. saying. Oh, okay, but this is my point is, if you don't like it, you say it's because of the old people. If you think it was too diverse, you point to the diversity. I mean, everybody has something they can point to and blame. I think you can make a convenient argument if you dig down deep enough. Well, that was a great point. I'm glad I stopped playing. Well, well, I mean, just cut me off every time. They'd be a lot better. (laughs) Finish your point, Jim. No, I did, and then I got the uh, snark from Drew. Let's go to the phones. Let's get Paul's thoughts. Hold on. What was the snark? I didn't hear any snark. No, Jim's just angry. He said, oh, I got to let you finish that point. Oh, okay. That's that's a Drew for you. Made a really big good snark. Yeah, I thought that was great snark. Oh, man. He's just on a roll today. Uh, Paul, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey, Paul. I, I watched the uh, the Oscars, and I, I was not put off by the ending. It's no different than watching a sporting event. Guy scores a touchdown, it's overruled, and the play comes back. So Did you did you hear words, Paul, like unprecedented and disaster? And I'm thinking, they made a mistake. Live with it. Yeah, People get I, so honestly, worked I up. See, I didn't see a problem whatsoever with it. It's unfortunate, but 
like I said, it's not like Moonlight didn't get it. I mean, they got it. It's just, you know, it's not like just because they didn't get the spotlight right there that, you know, somehow they, you know, it's not deserving or. Right. Somehow the Oscar means less. Well, yeah, hold on. This is it's unprecedented. It's never happened. But but who cares? Like, what yeah, was? I mean, what's the damages? What's the damages yeah. from last night? Well, I mean, no, it doesn't have to be damages. It's different. It's shocking. It's abrupt. If you were watching it, you go, "It is." It's never People happened. Make mistakes all the time, though. Hold on. This would be like if the Patriots were out there celebrating with the Lombardi Trophy, and they go, "Whoops! Actually, we reversed the call. Falcons, get back out on the field." That's what happened last night. Okay. Falcons, get back on the field. Right, but it would be uh, abrupt. But, it would be shocking. People, it would be a story. But, but I, but in no, the big, in the big possibility, you thought it was a but possibility. The, not after it was announced, I didn't. That's what I'm getting at. But, <laughs> but no, but it's yeah. not. But people are acting like it's the it's the the issue of our times, where so many lives were changed for the worse last night when that happened. That, that I think the the feeling of self importance is what Phil's getting at. Like guys, don't flatter yourself. You read the wrong name. Get over yourselves. You know what I mean? You saw? Did you see some of them standing around with their hands over their mouths agape, and they're like, <gasps> with their hands? Well, over this their is mouths. their Super Bowl. I mean, like, let put put yourself in their shoes for a second. You're up on the stage. You think you've already won? I mean, that's a rush. That's your championship. You may work in film for forty years and win one. You think you have got it, and then you don't end up actually Thanks, winning Phil. it. Here's a uh, feedback today on uh, Twitter for. Um, this is for Drew, although it's sent to 96.1. I just want Drew to have it because he'll get mad. Oh, good. It's Brian. He says, riveting sports talk today. <laughs> Thanks, Brian. Know, let's block them, all of us. Hashtag huh? stick to sports. You want to block them, all three of us? He follows us all. <laughs> did, last night, him off. did last night get an Emmy Award for best comedy or best drama? It's from Scott <laughs> on Twitter, at Greg, Drew, and Jim. All right, Jerry in Plainfield. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. What's going on? Hey, uh, I want to talk to Drew about uh, the whole the Oscars and uh, and the whole uh, combining a commercial success with uh, you know like the Academy success, right? Isn't Critical that, appeal with commercial success, yeah. Yeah, isn't that what uh, the MTV Movie Awards is about? I'm gonna hang up on you if that's not a joke. If you're not being sarcastic, I will hang up right now. I remember when I was a kid, they had the MTV Movie Awards, and then you know that's when uh, your superhero movies had a better chance of succeeding. Right, one of them gives you a tinfoil trophy of a Moon Man; the other one holds some prestige with it. Well, I get what you're saying, but I mean, it is a little. What's bit your overall classic. point? He's saying Drew's being a kid. Uh, superhero <laughs> movies or kids like they can right. give you the little orange nickelodeon blob I, he's basically saying that yeah i think john cena is hosting them this year it'll be great it's gonna be do they abs- still have them yes and they are glorious the mtv music awards or the video movie awards are like best kiss right yeah they're like best isn't, kiss isn't best kind of on-screen couple yeah 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 so i don't know if i ever really watched that too many award shows uh, to go for to go around these days. Now Brian is now mad at us. He says, "Calm down with all the blocking talk." Should we block him? <laughs> that's all. That's what, we'll get him. Let's get him good. Oh no, there's no reason. He wasn't the only one. Uh, something called Cougar Pride, which appears to be an account for a school's wrestling program, says the Oscars are garbage. Sports, <laughs> please. I'm sorry that we lead diverse lives. Okay. What's the biggest story in entertainment today? 
in the world, the today. biggest story in the world, in the world today. today. Yeah, Jim, don't you don't have to sugarcoat this. It is the only thing anyone was talking about all day. But believe me, we could argue and yell about Rip Hamilton, and we will. But I, it's coming. I, but come on now. Uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers, by the way, says we made a human error. Why that's are there humans? There Here's were the thing: two envelopes. Why were there humans involved with that, though? That's my question. Why isn't well, this all digital? Why doesn't? Why isn't there like a screen on the podium where the winner's name shows up when it's time? Why are you still using paper ballots? It's 2017. Human error will always be human error, whether it's digitized or whether it's written. Right. So all of a sudden, someone uploaded the wrong screenshot, right. and then right. Yeah. But then at least at that point, you can say, "Yep, this person from this terminal made this mistake." Not right. But someone the point is, made a mistake along the way. We don't know where. Well, Drew, is it going to make you happy if they single out some guy in production in the back? Yes. <laughs> Just call <laughs> him out. Fifteen go, bucks oh, an hour. Right. Really? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> and then I need a picture of his face to make memes out of forever. Do you not get how this works? <laughs> well, the thing is, is you. Everyone's just going to make the memes out of uh, Faye Dunaway and Warren Beatty. I know. They're the ones who will forever take the fall for it. But I, what if he did? He seem to be a little buzzed to you, though. That was what a lot of he people were seem, saying. Yeah, he wasn't in his right mind. That's for sure. I don't know what he was doing, but he definitely appeared to be a little out of sorts. So, uh, all right, coming up next, we're going to talk uh, about the atrocity that went on at the Palace of Auburn Hills last night. It's not the first time it's happened, and it won't be the last, likely. Uh, but we'll get to it. Wait, are you talking just, about, which thing are you talking about, Drummond shooting or the other thing? Uh, the other thing. I'm uh, talking about retiring numbers and Drummond shooting, though, because if he shoots 50%, they might win that game. Instead, he shot 9%. <laughs> what a joke. There's your max guy, Jimmy, and no one wants him. 866-314-9696. It's Greg Big Drew and Jim. All right, if you didn't see the atrocities committed at the Palace last night, let us bring you up to speed. Number one, Ben Wallace on the bench late in the game again. Shot one of 11 free throws. Absolutely embarrassing. The other one was the the to-do over Richard Hamilton last night. Rip Hamilton gets his number retired. Well-deserved. Oh, come on. That's the, the, that's a hot take artist because Rip Hamilton in no universe deserves to have his number retired. He's the, I think you're no the one with the hot take. There's no excellence in Rich Hamilton, Richard Hamilton. Oh, he, he averaged 20 points once a year, one time in his whole career. He, I mean, come on. He's a shooting guard that averaged under 20 points every year but one. Really? Give us your hot take, Jim, because Rip Hamilton is one of about four numbers that shouldn't be retired. Here's the funny thing. You realize the Pistons are second in the league in retired numbers? Do you know who's number one? The Boston Celtics. They have more retired numbers than the Sixers, than uh, Los Angeles, than all all the teams in this league that are thought of as blue bloods. The Pistons. You can Google them. I'm just telling you, I counted them. There's 13 names retired with numbers. Are you sure it's that many? Well, if you add in the coaches' numbers they retired, yeah. But I also added in the coaches for the other teams, too. 13 of them. When you guys are done Googling, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, no, I, no, I'm not Googling. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 11. Let me, but give I, I, let me make the case for. Okay, well, no, 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 let me give them to you. Put your fingers up, count them on each finger. <laughs> Number one is Chauncey, yeah. Chuck Daly, 
uh, Ben Wallace, Joe Dumars, Rodman, Isaiah, Vinny, Lemire, Lanier, Bing, Hamilton, Lambeer. Yeah, that's not 13. That's 11. 1, 2, 3, 4, <laughs> 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Jack McCloskey and Bill Davidson as well. Okay. No, but I'm counting them okay, against but, uh, the other uh, teams. Right, owners. Right, five, five, some, some teams have three coaches' numbers retired. <laughs> all right. Well, the names like the you Phoenix initially Suns named have, were allowed. Have all right, three. Fine. All right. I'm giving you the thirteen num- the thirteen numbers or names because I think they gave like daily number zero, didn't they? I believe like, so. They retired zero for daily. So, and well, who, hold on. What the, I'm giving people is the chance to give your voice, let it be heard. If you can't get through on the phones at eight six six three one four. 9696. We have our Twitter poll question of the day at Greg Drew and Jim. Did Rip Hamilton deserve to have his jersey retired? Yes, I'm with Jim, or no, I'm with Greg. All right. Misconception. You don't need to be a Hall of Famer to get your number retired. This is about Team Hall of Fame. Greg, Greg, I I never said said you did, but let's go to excellence. Let's talk about Rip Hamilton. The team's all man. Because I never said I never said Hall of Famer. You brought it up like I right, did. But retract the sentence. Retract the sentence. <laughs> I don't hate you. You're arguing with it. me, not the field. You're arguing with me. Well, no, not I'm, the I'm field. talking to an audience, Greg. We're we're together talking well, about this, but we're talking to a jury. Whole audience. Strike that from the record. Fine. Strike yeah, it no from one the record. Said, no one said Hall of Fame. So I said excellent. Right. But There's I, nothing excellent about Rick, Rick, Richard Hamilton's game. All right. Well, let's put it this way: He's the all-time leading scorer for the Pistons in the postseason. Who cares? He played in the most postseason games and was their best scorer. I mean, he was their leading scorer for the six so consecutive Eastern Joe Conference Dumars. Finals. Okay. Well, I think their numbers are actually pretty Joe comparable. Dumars. He's a better playoff player than Joe Dumars statistically. He and played in more playoff games. No points per game, rebounds per game, assists per game. Again, going averaging it out, he was better in the postseason than Joe Dumars. And I want to bring this up. When the Pistons were playing in 04, it was harder to score points. Points were at more of a premium in 04 than they were in 89. Based on what? Based on stats. Okay, prove it. Okay, I have it right here for you, Greg. In 1989... Tell us, your source. Prove it. Okay, Greg. In 1989, teams averaged 107 points per game. Prove it. In in 2004, they averaged 93 points per game. Points across the league were harder to come by when Rip Hamilton was scoring more points than Dumars. But that doesn't make any sense. He's such a better athlete than Dumars because he's younger. Well, Greg, I'm not. I'm telling you, you asked I'm me just to tell, cite I'm it. using your own argument against you. He's clearly the better athlete because he's a decade younger. I mean, that's the argument you told Shep last week. No, no, I said every cur- younger player is better than the player before him. Right. So, so why is why is it so much harder to get points if you're so much better, Greg? The way the league was played. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before they made the rule changes. Remember they got Max. It was Spurs and Pistons, and they're scoring in the 80s. The 4 Pistons gave up 84 points per game. That's better than any right, bad boys' they, defense. They fixed, they fixed the rules because of the Pistons. Right. Everyone knows that. But at that point, you're playing in a league where everything is condensed, where teams aren't hitting 100 as often, and Rip was scoring more points in the postseason than any other Piston ever. So that seems pretty excellent to me. Are you talking in a circle? Hold on. No, Greg, I'm trying to make a point. Well, you just got done telling me that 
the Pistons back in the bad boy era were averaging 80 points a game. Yeah. No, okay, no, 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 were... no. The 04 Pistons gave up 84 points a game. That's okay. better than the bad boys, which gave up 97 points per game. 98. So you wait, you just told me they changed the rules because oh you we're they talking about more scoring. After the 04 Pistons and 05 Spurs, the game opened up. Okay, cuz they should, they also opened it up after the 90 Pistons. Yes, okay, so maybe there's the disconnect here, but w- what I'm saying like statistically, it's harder to score 20 points when Rip did it than when Joe did it. Based on the league, based on what others in the league were doing, it was harder for Rip to get to 20 than Joe. And you go down so, the list. So wait a minute, Jim. Would you say that possibly that means the NBA was tougher back then? No, it means it was no! different. It means it was different. Tougher, tougher. It sounds tougher. I'm just saying, from, from what you're saying, it sounds like it was tougher. All right, can I make the point about Ripper? Are we going to get over the semantics here? Well, you're the one arguing semantics, brother. No, I brought up a point that Rip Hamilton is the all-time leading playoff scorer. Greg says, whoop de doo I add the context of it was harder for Rip to get 20 than it was Joe. You add in the fact that Rip was the leading scorer every season of the six years the Pistons went to the Eastern Conference Finals. He was critical to those teams. He's top 10 in the franchise's history in a number of categories, whether it's games played, minutes, field goals, three-pointers, free throws, assists, free throw percentage. Rip Hamilton is one of the greatest Pistons of all time. The only Pistons that have scored more points than him all have their number retired. He should have his number retired as well. This is just just you being a 10-year-old kid when they're making a run. You were all in your Rip jersey. You had Rip Wood. Rip, Rip was not that great, and everyone knows it. I mean, when you look at that, you can look at the numbers. I don't know what the reasons are. But when you watch the games, you say, well, that guy's good. Is that guy great? Is that guy elite? I don't think he is. I mean, I I don't know what to tell you. The numbers are hard to compare with eras, and and you just pointed that out. But when I look at this and I see – and I don't even know why we're comparing to Dumars because, you know, that's just because they're both the same position. But when you look at it, Dumars averaged 20 points a game like five times in his career. Rip did it once. I mean, one of them's in the Hall of Fame. One's not going to the Hall of Fame. It's funny because the thing I brought up to start the argument that now needs to be added to the record, we don't talk about Hall of Fame. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying one's in the Hall and one won't be. But you don't have to be. I never said one had to be in the Hall to be retired. Well, okay, then why is it coming up now? Ben Wallace is going to the Hall of Fame? No. No. He's not. And he's retired, and that's a travesty. Vinny Johnson being retired is a travesty. So should anybody from the 04 team be be honored? Nobody from 04? Why? It doesn't have to be from 04 just because they won a title. Well, they were good players. They were good, yes. That My point exactly. Not great. They were good. Was Ben Wallace great? Yes. He won oh, four Defensive on. Player of the Year awards. Only one other player in NBA history has done that. Who cares? Rodman won it, didn't he? Who cares? Great argument, Greg. Who cares? He couldn't shoot free throws. He couldn't score. He rebounded and played defense. And you want to put him in with guys who could play all four or five or four aspects of the game. I want I mean, to tell you, you that Ben you're, Wallace You're is... a little baby Jim, Jimmy Costa, got big wood and, and when he was 10 years old over the 04 Pistons, and now you suddenly think Ben Wallace and Rip Hamilton yep. and Chauncey Billups are the greatest of all time. You can't tell that the story of the Pistons absurd. without those guys. Absurd. They were a team. Not one. Th- that was truly the sum of its parts. They were not individually great players at all. Josh, they were all really good players. Josh chimed in. He says, Jim, Rip Hamilton was just a system guard. Put anyone in the shooting guard there, and they would have led the team in scoring. 
You think that? I think he was. I, I think just, he was. A great I'm telling shooter. you what someone right, said. Right now, say so. Filter it, Drew. But when what do you, you read think? that tweet, though, Drew, Drew, you're endorsing it. Come on, I, endorsing is a strong <laughs> word. <laughs> what right. you're doing is you're throwing another log on the fire, and I'm asking you, do you agree with it? Because because he just basically said anybody could be Rip Hamilton. Well, let's see. I, I'd have to look up who the Pistons' shooting guard was after Rip Hamilton, and see what they did in that system. Wouldn't that be what you have no, to do? No one did anything because Rip Hamilton subverted everything before he left town like a jerk. So, remember okay, that? so I was waiting for oh, that, that to come up. So are you someone No, but that's not my point. That's no, something that is the absolute fact. No, it is. And he talked about a, it. I just don't think I, I just don't think Rip Hamilton should have his name etched into the lore of the Detroit Pistons. I don't. He's synonymous he with the a Pistons good player. for me. No, he's not. He's not. Well, hold on. Greg, 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 hang on. You can't tell someone something isn't synonymous to them. You know, you oh, well, let's I, ask I, people then. Hold on, because this is an, already has become a generational thing. Because the bad boys are, are revered and, and the going the to work. Guys. I'm not talking about the bad boys. I'm talking about specifically the guys from the '04 team. None of them should have their numbers hanging from the rafters. This is a career achievement. It's not just because you won a championship. You run around the room going, "Oh, who do we retire? Who do we retire?" Look at the '84 Tigers. They won a championship. No one's retired from that team. Why? Because they were all really, really good. Oh, really? So Alan Trammell. Some of their should, parts. Should Alan Trammell? I think he should be, but it's not. He should be. But it's not. It's not it's, he spent 19 years with one franchise. He didn't spend eight years with a, in, in, in a system where he was gunning the ball and didn't average 20 points a game. I mean, seriously, Jim. He, he averaged 20 points your, a game in the playoffs. You, one time he did it in the regular no, season. over his entire – okay. Look, you can make all your faces. You can get all upset all you want. You can be incredulous. You can get mad at me and Drew because we don't agree with you. You can stomp your feet like a crybaby millennial. But the fact is, if you think you know so much about sports, you, Jim Costa, who comes in here and acts like he knows more than everybody, you make fun of old Shep who's watched games for 30 years longer than you've been alive, and you can't look at Rich Hamilton and you can tell me he's one of the best players in Piston history. I think that is absurd ignorant and i think you're just doing it for the show counterpoint i think it's phony rip hamilton phony. sounds like a good basketball player rich hamilton sounds like my investment first banker. of all it's not for Richard the show rip. i made this point a year ago when they made the announcement i'm not conveniently bringing it up the monday after to stir it up i think if anything what you're doing is stirring it up they retired his number and i didn't see a lot of arguments i didn't see a lot of protests or paid protests greg i saw a lot of people say hey good for rip i said i didn't see protests i said people saw rip go up and said good for him was the best scorer on, on, a, on a title team, was there for a successful decade, was, was there for nine years for the Pistons, all-time lead nine seasons with the Pistons, and is their all-time leading postseason scorer. And he ranks in the top ten in a number of important categories. To me, you can't tell the story of the Pistons without top Rip Hamilton. Ten. Who cares? Be number one. I mean, <laughs> okay, but maybe this gets on. to the difference of opinion. Why are we so selective about whose number we t- retire? Does it I, I does it cheapen Isaiah? Behind it. Like does it yes, cheapen? It does. I, no, it I don't does. think any less of Isaiah because Vinny's up oh, there. When Vinny went up there, it cheapened the great ones. It did. It really did. In my mind, Rip Hamilton. I mean, people around the league are going, "Who the hell's Rip Hamilton? And why is he hanging from the rafters at the palace?" I see, I mean, and I, I think I think that's not what's happening. I saw Dwayne Wade this weekend say, "Boy, that was one of the biggest nightmares going up against Rip." I mean, there are guys that respected going against Rip yeah. Hamilton. <laughs> Let's get to come out and say he's not that great. Let me. We didn't in, have to tweet. Let me bring in some <laughs> other reactions so that you two alpha males can quit butting heads for a second, take a breather, rest your horns on the mountaintop, you mountain goats. 
I don't think Rodman should be up there either. I'll be oh, honest with you. That's a hot take. Lance tweeted to us at Greg Drew and Jimmy says, the story of the Pistons is the bad boys, Jim. Now, hang on. I'm reading other tweets. Jim, don't get so damn Jim credulous about everything. I've got two if tweets. If Jim didn't see it, it never happened. You. If Jim didn't see it, it never happened, Drew. That's his problem. I wasn't alive. It must not be true. I didn't say take down Isaiah's number. I'm saying maybe you should add another chapter to the story of the Pistons. Why is it so narrow-minded? No it's chapter. only the 80s. Only the bad there, boys. All right. There is no other chapter. You guys going to stop biting each other's heads off long enough for me to read some of these other tweets? Or are we, we going to? Nope. Okay. No? no, that's not happening. Mm-mm. Fair Go enough. Uh, Marcus tweeted and said, Rip was the best mid-range shooter in the league. He was huge to the Pistons during the time he was there. Greg, you're wrong. Uh, he minuses two points, though, for using the wrong version of your. Sorry, loses some impact. Oh, my God. What uh, a moron. <laughs> Scott says, and, and Jim, I think this is to you, at Greg Drew and Jim, Scott says, Kirk Gibson was great in the playoffs, but average in the regular season. Should his number be retired? If Rip was average in the regular season, then maybe that would be a fair comparison. Now, Kush tweeted to us, uh, and, and your, your Twitter handle is at GVSU Kush. Don't be surprised when Campus Life comes looking for you. <laughs> um, he says, Rip Hamilton is as important as Joe Dumars was for the bad boys. And yes, Greg, I'm old enough to have seen both. Ed, but you're a moron because there's no way on God's green earth he is as important as Joe Dumars was. Joe Dumars used to shut down Michael Jordan. Do you remember that one, dummy? He could only, I don't know, score 20 points a game, but he could also shut down the best player in the league. That's why they call it the Jordan rules and why Jordan said, I don't like to play against Dumars. He played both sides of the court, and he shut down the greatest player in the game, you idiot. How can you not see that? Rip didn't play defense. Come on. Whoa, whoa. Rip didn't play defense? Not like Dumars did. Dumars was all defensive whatever for what? Half his career. Come on. Rip. I think it's laughable. I can't even imagine his number being up there. Throw the number. When I go out and see it. I'm going to laugh at that. 866-314-9696. Just like I laugh when Vinny's number went up. Oh, look, Jim. He's from the 80s, and I still think his number shouldn't have been up there. <laughs> Why? He hit one shot. We both agree Vinny shouldn't be up there, but that doesn't mean Rip shouldn't be up there. Ben shouldn't be up there. Chauncey shouldn't be up there. All three should. They, you, you, it's all based on, oh, us little millennials never saw the 80s, so we have to have our own little guys hanging. No, oh get, get greatness. Greatness. Look at the Laker numbers that are retired. That's greatness. Don't look at the Phoenix Suns numbers that are retired. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I was looking at their numbers. Dan Marley. Yep. Hey, what do you got against Thunder Dan? You well, pick a fight with one of the other 55 guys there. <laughs> and then Dick Van Arsdale, the coach. I mean, that that's embarrassing. 866-314-9696. Let's check in with Brian. And, wait, wait, let's go back here. Brian? Yeah. Is that on number one? Yeah, yeah, Brian in Muskegon. Brian in Muskegon. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Oh, Hi, on, Brian. Brian. The entire time. Brian, hey, oh, how are know. you, dude? Yeah, pretty good. Um, first off, um, you know. Finally, sports, and thanks for not blocking me, guys. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's you know nice. what? You I called and owned I it. Care. I think that gets you bonus points. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't care about movies. I haven't watched a freaking movie in I don't know how long. So. That's oh, why, Brian, I, mean, I got Brian, my finger on the block on. button on, on now, Twitter yeah, right well, now. Brian, can you can you admit it is a three hour show, and we'll do sports the rest of the day? Okay, well that that's good because now I'll, now I'll actually pay more attention. But um, I actually agree with Greg about Rip. I. It shouldn't be retired. He, he was a good player. He helped them win championships, but 
I, that's supposed to be for greatness. You're, no yep. one will ever wear that number again. And you got 88 more that. to choose from. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> Jim I takes this one I, narrow category. He let him in the playoffs <laughs> in scoring. Nothing he else was, was good, special, but, but he let him in the playoffs. He was great. He was good. In this, yeah, but ex- especially in this town, where like with the other teams, it's impo- almost impossible to get your number retired. Uh, Alan Trammell, Lou Whitaker, those are two guys that should probably have numbers retired together, yep. at least in my opinion. But um, so hey, no, what's, what's your favorite number, Brian? What's my favorite number? Thirty-three. Yeah. Let's go to the palace. They'll retire it for you. Yeah, yeah. So, oh which, which I'm sure one day they'll say, well, let's, let's retire Grant Hill's number. Then I wouldn't be able to wear 33 because he had a couple good years in Detroit. But, no, I honestly think eventually they're going to try to retire Tayshawn Prince's number, which yep. should never yep. happen. But they will. I think. And what next? Corliss Williamson? He going to get his number retired? Yeah, too? Scoreless. Oh, you got to get his ass up, sir. <laughs> Brian, can I Brian, can I ask you a question though? And this is something what about McDice. This is something I haven't thrown out there, there yet. Brian, do you do you think there's any truth to the idea that they're just retiring a bunch of numbers in the past couple of years because attendance was all the like, like was so far down for them? The game was the game was almost sold out on StubHub yesterday. I read, so like you couldn't even seriously. So that. That's why they're doing it because yeah. When's when Sheed's number go up? It's good, dude. I I'll guarantee it, you that what's happening. He played, cu- played a couple years. I love how he looks like a homeless man wearing a jersey at a basketball game too, <laughs> with all that. Yeah, and but you know it was nice. It was very nostalgic. That the 2004 year, I watched every single game. Did not miss an entire regular season or playoff game, whether I watch it with buddies or out at a bar or something. So it it bring, I went to the parade after they won. I I got to. You know, shake. I think Elvin Campbell's hand. He's a goofy looking dude. But just every that season just brings back so many memories for me. But still, the guy shouldn't be retired. Just like Vinny Johnson, he he was the bench player. Raise How six, about uh, Darvin Ham? We got to get Darvin Ham's number up there. Come on, get number eight to the rafters. Speaking of strong, <laughs> Darko thirty-one. Got to go to the rafters. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's kind of an an embarrassment. It's just they want they they need people. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Come and that, that helped him come. It was a nice little ceremony. I got I liked watching it, but it, it shouldn't be up there. All right. Thanks, Brian. Appreciate that. Hey, let, let's talk to him. Let's get memos up there. Remember that infamous uh, line? Didn't you get the memo? That was awesome. We got to retire that number 13. It was great. Jim, I thought as a 10-year-old, then you would have been loving that. Got your Darvin Ham jersey. <laughs> 866-314-9696. Anyone else be emba- feel embarrassed for the Pistons for retiring Rip Hamilton's number? Because I know I did. I, when I saw that, I was like, eh, just tell Isaiah it means nothing. Take it down. Means nothing. We'll discuss more coming up next. 866-314-9696. All right, so let me clarify one thing, too. You know the other reason I find it an abomination that Rip Hamilton's number's retired? <laughs> I don't like it commercialized. It, they're doing it to put butts in the seats. 
I mean, if you were going to retire Rip Hamilton, it certainly wouldn't be right now. You might do it down the road. They're doing it now for one reason and one reason only, and they've done it now half a dozen times. They did it with Lambeer, although Lambeer should be in the hall. He's the only player with 10,000 points, 10,000 rebounds who's not in the hall. Okay? Um, They did it with Vinny Johnson. They needed to get some butts in seats. Vinny didn't deserve it. Uh, although, and it doesn't, it doesn't take away from what Vinny contributed. He just doesn't deserve to be retired. And then you look at the other ones. All I'm talking about, you know, and, and this wasn't my criteria, but when I look at it, all the ones that I think deserve it, except Rodman, you, Rodman's in the hall of fame. Yeah. Yeah. How many rings does he have? I know, but we don't do rings, do we? I mean, we don't. You and I don't. I mean, he was a defensive player. Of the, I mean, what? Wasn't he the the one who had it the most? Won the most defensive player of the year awards of all time. He, he won a ton of them. Yeah, I thought, or maybe the, did he win six man or no? The the six man was. I think there. he's top five all time in rebounds too. He might be top three. I haven't looked up Rodman's stats. I'm lately. stunned was, that he's in the Hall of Fame. I was a Charles Barkley guy myself. So, so Billups, Wallace, Vinny, Richard, Lambeer. Uh, are all the Pistons retired who are not in the Hall of Fame. Right, but Greg, you said this earlier. You don't have to be an NBA Hall of Famer to be a team Hall of Famer because that's essentially what getting your number retired is, right? It's a team Hall of Fame. We're putting you up to the rafters. You are one of our greats. That's what you're doing. You're honoring one of your players when you put them up there. So, I I mean, we've got people sending in Rip's career numbers. Listen, I want to know what he did as a Piston. He was here for nine years. This team went to the Eastern Conference Finals six times consecutively. He led but them in scoring every him. single time. Well, no, it wasn't yeah, all Chauncey on him. Chauncey was the one who led them. Okay, but Chauncey was the point guard. Absolutely, but part of that team was the backcourt tandem. And Rip Hamilton, I mean, dude was scoring 18 points a game as a piston. That's better than the guy we keep bringing him up. argue with the points. Right, I mean, he's a great scorer. And uh, listen, he's the all-time leading playoff scorer. Greg, you hate when I bring that up, but that is him actually leading so one small part of his career, right? Leading the Pistons in one category, but I'll, I'll bring up scoring and say the only people who've scored more points in a Pistons uniform all have their number retired. Isaiah Dumars, Lanier, Bing, Lambeer. Those are the only ones with more points than rip and all of them have their number retired. So it's not a stretch to say that rip should be up yeah, there. Is that average in points or is that total total points? points. Okay. You got to look at career length too. I mean, a lot of players move around a lot too. I mean, Isaiah was here a long time. Dumars was here a long time. So, but is that, he at but, the bottom of that list? Is he at the bottom of that list? He's sixth, and the five guys of, ahead of him yeah. are in. And, and the reason I used points is just because points per game. If you're here for a pit stop, if you're here for three or four years, you can't right. actually accumulate. Like that shows that Rip was here long enough to make an impact scoring. And here's a guy that we've brought him up in comparison to. And it, it's listen, compare eras. How dare we go down that path? Joe Dumars. Joe Dumars scored 17 points a game. Rip scored 18 points a game. Both shot about the same. Yeah, understood. Both shot about the same percentage from the field, from the three, and from the free throw line. Dumars had more uh, assists. Finals MVPs did did, uh, Rip have? Uh, Zero. Joe Dumars had more assists. Rip had more rebounds. And Rip was better in the playoffs. Joe was better on defense. I mean, you can pick and choose. Joe was better in the playoffs. Joe won an MVP. You look across the board. Playoffs. Joe won a playoff MVP. Yes, he did one season, but total career. Right. Rip didn't get any. 
And oh, he was and he okay. was in there for six years. So that's right. one little small part that I'll blow up like you do when you talk about playoff scoring. So that's a wash because I blew mine up out of proportion just like <laughs> you did. All right, and I know some people are going to say, and I want to make this point again because it was very sloppy when we did it in the last segment. It's harder to score twenty points when Rip did it than when Joe did it. And I know a lot of people are screaming and saying, "No, it wasn't." You look at the league when Joe Dumars and the Bad Boys were winning a championship. Team scored one hundred and seven points a game when Rip won a championship, teams were scoring 93 points a game. It was harder to get to 20 points when Rip was playing. That's proven based on the league they were playing in. Science. That just that seems to go against the logic and conventional wisdom. Because I feel like the, the league has gotten progressively more offensive since the 80s. It has the been The blip more in the radar, lately. though, was the, the going-to-work Pistons. That's kind of the anomaly, is that stretch, early 2000s. That's, you know what, hold on. I will back Jim up on that because I remember everyone I know complaining about those finals, uh, specifically the 04 Pistons and the 05 Spurs, and how they sucked and they were boring. And then you, you know had, that's true. How's this? And then you probably I had that. little Jimmy Costa in middle school going, but they're great defensive teams and they really understand the concepts of <laughs> fundamental basketball. That's exactly what he was saying. And then three years later, and then he goes, I love Rip. I love Rip. Three years later, when he hit puberty, his voice changed and it was a different argument. Yeah. All right, 866 314 9696. Rip Hamilton's number was retired over the weekend. Greg thinks it's an embarrassment along with Ben Wallace and Chauncey Billups. I'm fine with all three being and up there. And Vinny. And Vinny. Well, okay, and Vinny. Vinny was, here's the thing Vinny was done for commercialization too. They, they retired his number because they had fallen on hard times, needed to get some asses in seats. And I don't think that's the sole reason because let's face it, it's one gate out of, you know, 41. But the fact is, is they still did this because their gate is down. They need something to distract from the from the fact that the team is very mediocre. I want to. Hey, get- are you going to be out there cheering to have uh, Contavious Caldwell Pope <laughs> retired in a couple years? Well, he had the three, uh, the best three played percentage for fourteen games. Well, it, listen, if, if you play a decade or nearly a decade somewhere, and you're—I mean, I think Rip Hamilton. Maybe this is where we disagree. Is you can't tell the story of the Pistons without including a chapter on Rip Hamilton. And you, I would have never written anything about Rip Hamilton. Really innocuous. He was moving through. He was a blip in the night. Chauncey was the man on that team. Ben was the man on that team. And Greg, I think we and disagree Rashid. on this and too. Rashid. I don't think it cheapens anything to retire a rip oh, hamilton oh, oh. i mean i i guess I, I think so highly of isaiah that there's nothing the pistons could do that would make me think less of him i mean if they if they go and should. put it would not because rips there i don't go well i guess Isaiah's not as special Isaiah's always going to be special when you go to the palace and you look up there and you hear and they're doing their whole thing and you see dumars and rodman and isaiah and chuck daly and lanier and bing and davison and then you look up and you say hamilton who the hell's that? The president? <laughs> I loved his play. That musical yeah, that, was phenomenal. Lin Manuel Miranda's like, a genius. You were in you were in element uh, you were in uh, Sesame Street Land closer than I was. Do you remember that one of these things is not like the other? Mm-hmm. Remember that one, Jim? Mm-hmm. One of these things just doesn't belong. And there's three of four of them up there. Okay. Phillips, Wallace, Vinny, Rip. Honored, yes. Retired, no. It should have a standard. It's a standard. 866-314-9696. That's 866-314-9696. The only standard you need to call the show is to know the number, and Stan in Farmington Hills does that. Stan, what's up? Thanks for calling Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Oh, hang on, Stan. i got to push the button that makes you come on. Hang on. Stan, hey, welcome to the show. I'm still learning how to use this new contraption. 
Nice. I'm, dude, I'm anyway. not going to blame human error when it's my fault, Waterhouse Price Coopers. <laughs> I think they should have a Rip Hamilton unretirement ceremony. Bring everybody back <laughs> to a special night and just say, Rip, we made a mistake. We love you. You were great. But we made a mistake. Have Judge Judy. Have Judge Judy at center court. We'll have a hearing. You guys completed your case. We'll have make a big ceremony out of it. And and just say, Rip, we love you. You were awesome, but we made a mistake. We shouldn't have retired to Jersey, but we love you. And, and the other thing you could do is put it in semi And instead we're giving it to Sheed, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Retirement don't lie. Again, everybody drags Rip down and says, oh, give it to Sheed. And then you go, oh, Antonio McDice. Rip Hamilton's much better than those guys and was here longer. But Dice was nicer, and more people will want to come to his retirement ceremony. <laughs> but I mean, you, you are subvert the Pistons. You are degrading Rip when you bring up. Well, let's put AI up there. That's not the same conversation. No one's saying put AI up there. Oh no, I'm saying Caldwell Pope. He's got to go up because he's right behind Rip. I mean, come on. By the time he's done, he'll be up there. Do, they should have an unretirement ceremony for the O'Fort team. Put the, all their all their all their jerseys in semi retirement. Say, guys, you were great, but as a team, you were great, and we're retiring. The, we're going to assign your team a number. What does this like, sound like? Hold on, hold on. Is semi retirement like when you put them in a like in a poor nursing home? Like you're not putting them in that nice nursing home that looks like a right, castle. Can't afford it. It's that nursing home from The Simpsons where Grandpa Simpson is. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> right. Like we'll, we'll use it when we bring a player on for a ten day contract, and when he's done, we'll put it back in. In, in the retirement home. So it goes back and forth kind of like that. Yeah, I like that. That's great. I like that a lot. Great idea. Appreciate the call, man. Let's hey, get... man, I'll be there the night they retire KCP's jersey. Me and Jim sitting together. That's like two I'll years like, out, right? Jim, two years out? Yeah, like, well, it's next year if they keep losing. <laughs> Eight six six. Harris, we'll get his ass up to the rafters. We're going to get this. We're going to do this. How's this? Drummond's number can be retired, but he has to make two consecutive free throws first. Wait, but he, it already is retired. It's already, It was Chuck Daly, I thought. Didn't they hang zero for Chuck? Oh, my Two goodness. is Chuck. Two is Chuck, yeah. Uh, Two listen, is Chuck, you're right. You're let's right. get to one more call here, and then we can... You know why? Why? Two titles. Two titles, Jim. Oh, okay. But Jim says it didn't happen because he wasn't born yet. Never said that, but Nate's on the line in Detroit. <laughs> Nate, please save me from these two morons. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I think I treated Greg because... Um, I, know, I just have two criteria for um, for retirement numbers. I mean, you have to be with the team for like your whole career, and you have to be great. I mean, and then you don't retire three numbers in one season. You know, um, it's, it's obvious <laughs> what they do. You know, it's, right, it's, Nate? It's, it's, it's it's ridiculous. And then comparing Rip to Joe Dumars, a guy who's been a pitcher his whole career. None of these um, players on the Pistons finished their career with the Pistons. Um, you know what they? You know they what they all do, left. Nate? They didn't even start their careers with the Pistons. The only one who did that was Tayshon. You know, he definitely he, ain't retiring his number. It's, oh uh, yes, they are. I wouldn't say definitely not. Would you? Oh, anyway, yeah. Hey, well, I'm just not surprised. Them, so clearly, the standards has been you know, going completely out the window, and. You know, Tom Gorsuch is just all about the you know the splash, and you know, there's no substance to the team no more. I mean, it's just. I just don't understand it, you know. Hey, here's I, I got a great idea. Let's start retiring the urinal that I'm standing at every time I go to the game because I'm waiting in line to pee. How about that? Oh, right. Let's make it gold. Did you guys spend a lot it's of time a, together? Yes. I can't I, wait I'm a to champion see how they at go, that one um, urinal. I can't wait to see how they're going to tear apart the palace, you know, to, uh, you know retire everything from it. Hey, know. let's retire the palace. Right. <laughs> 
That's a great idea. We'll hoist them a little miniature palace to the roof at the Little Caesars Arena. Why does that There'll bother you, though? Honestly, honestly why, does, why does this bother so many people? Tell you everything. But who cares? That's it's re- it's it's a cool night. Yeah, honor a great. Because it used to mean something, Jim. It doesn't mean anything anymore. But, but hold on. The amount matter. that it matters is dictated by how great the player is. If you if you had retired Isaiah's number tomorrow, it would still be spectacular. Absolutely. No. Nope. Because you have you memories attached it. to that one guy. Yeah, I... I you you can you can belittle it by hanging some jackweeds number next to it. Someone who doesn't deserve it. Yeah, you so can. So is that like that. is that like my name is belittled by being in the middle of U twos? By being next to Jim's. <laughs> but hold on, Greg. Whatever idea you have about Isaiah, however you hold him in your mind, whatever regard you hold him in, that doesn't change if Vinnie Johnson's number goes up there. Isaiah's still the same special player you watched. It doesn't change because Rip Hamilton's jersey's up there. Yeah, but then I just look up there and say, geez, I guess anyone can get their number retired But Rip isn't here. just anybody. Yes, he is. So's Chauncey, so's Ben, so's Vinny. Those were average NBA players. They weren't elite. Ben Wallace won four Defensive Player of the Year awards. That's right. average? Anybody could do that? I don't know. Again, you 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 accuse me because I'm younger. I don't appreciate the eighties, but there's like this protective nature that that people have about the bad boys, and it's don't ever bring O four up in this the same conversation the with them. It's not, you brought that up. I didn't. No, but I'm a lot of people you, fight Richard that. Hamilton I'm telling you, doesn't deserve to be retired. That's all I said. Vinny doesn't deserve to be retired. Didn't he play on those teams, Jim? Vinny so did. It, yes. Don't tell me I'm not that I, that I'm holding a protective bubble on the '80s. Vinny's number should never have been up there. Willie Horton should not have a statue at Comerica Park. He was a career 250 hitter. If you can't see the gross commercialization of retiring numbers and putting up statues, then that's your your prerogative. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm just trying to tell you the other side. They're putting numbers to the rafters to sell jerseys and put butts in seats of players who were not special. And again, I think when you, you equate KCP or Antonio McDice or Allen Iverson to you Rip Hamilton, KCP. you're cheapening Rip. And, and it, listen, just like Rip is cheapening Isaiah. No, you're trying yes, to cheapen. My point like is, there it. is no cheapening. You're trying to. You're trying to make, well, if you can put Rip, then you can put AI. And they're not. They, they didn't accomplish didn't the same thing AI. as Pistons. Well, I'm just reading the tweets we're AI. getting, Greg. Well, I okay, use McDice I, I, or I KCP. Well, okay. But I, I think Rip Hamilton was here for nine years. Beep the caller. Well, you got to start and finish your career somewhere. Really? That's what the rule is that. now. I, I, again, we set these arbitrary rules. You got to ask yourself: Was Rip Hamilton an impactful piston enough to get his number retired? Eight six six three one four ninety six ninety six. I think he was. Brian, here's a tweet from Brian. He says, "According to the banners, Jim, Ben Wallace is greater than Rasheed Wallace. We all know that's not the case. They need to stop giving these jersey retirements out like tic tacs." Was Ben Wallace a better piston than Rasheed Wallace? That's all this is about. It's not better NBA player. It's was Ben Wallace a better piston than Rasheed Wallace? I think he is. Arguable. I thought Rasheed was the reason they won the title. He doesn't show up, they don't win. You agree? 
I mean, ball don't lie, Jim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If he don't show up, there's no 04 title. No way. No way, no how. Uh, 866-314-9696. Uh, is, did we already do Stan? I don't know. We're way late for a break. So yes, we are. Let's do Stan. Oh, we geez. come back. I thought we were already past that one. No, dude, you're way late. Four ninety six ninety six. Way late, yo. Hit the spots now. Go, go. go. All right, Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. You. All right, it's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim talking about Rip Hamilton. His number was retired last night at the Palace of Auburn Hills. I think it's an abomination. They're doing it to commercialize re- Jersey retirements as opposed to giving it to players who really, really deserve it. Justin says, hey, Jim, when do the Bulls retire Luke Longley's number? Starting center <laughs> well, for a three-piece. Do we consider those players comparable or are we being jackasses? Oh, what are we doing? I don't know, so, but I love Okay, we're being jackasses. I just want to make sure fan. we get that clear. All right. I'm a big no, fan of we. Luke Longley references, though. <laughs> I'm a big fan of Luke Longley. He was kind of my dude. Like Luke Longley was that guy when I was playing basketball yep. as a kid in the 90s. That, you know, Everyone else I was playing with, I'm Jordan, I'm Isaiah, I, you know, I'm Joe Dumars. I was like, I'm Luke Longley, guys. I'm realistic around here because I'm basically Luke Longley. Here's producer Chris in Detroit tweets. At Greg, Drew, and Jim, because he can't just talk to us or anything. <laughs> the Pistons are doing this to not look inferior to the Wings next year. See, we have as many as you. <laughs> Here's another one. Benji, at Greg, Drew, and Jim on Twitter. Got to make those millennials believe that they had Piston heroes growing up to keep them coming back. Hashtag watered down methodology. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I must have imagined the championship that they won. I must have imagined the plays no, that were made. You imagined Rip Hamilton being great. Greg, he, he led the good. team in scoring really for six good. years at one of the highest points in Pistons franchise history. Not the highest, but one of the when highest you, stretches when, in Pistons history. Right. You also said when scoring was down. Right, which makes so it even more impressive. Matter. No, Not that's what I'm saying. Well, because he, he, the scoring was so far down that any Jack Pole could have let him in scoring. Well, not just anybody, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> it makes it harder to get to that 20-point plateau right, listen, that, you, that you judge him on. Listen, you two Jack Poles, pause your own arguing for a second. We've got a lot of calls coming in at 866 We don't want to talk to the callers. I want to talk to Jim. 9696 I know, but like the callers, I'm sick of you two talking at each other. I'm not. I'm uh, having a great time yelling at Jim. I'm aware. All right. But let's let the callers yell at Jim. Do we have to? Let's go to Keith right, in Detroit. See. I'm going to go to Keith in Detroit. Keith, what's going on, man? You're on with Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Not a caller-driven show, Drew. This isn't the guys up the dial. <laughs> do let, what is the thumb of finger? Uh, hey, what's up, guys? Keith, what's going on, man? Man, I can't believe y'all. Hey, look, first of all, hey, great topic. Um, I can't believe y'all down and got the nerve that, that down that team. That team went to playoffs and finals, man. Cray had a crazy pace too. So you can't just just say, hey, you know they they don't. I think they deserve to be up there. At least the starting five. Because I look at it <laughs> we're going starting five on that team. Yeah, Tayshawn too. Look at it this way, they kept that starting five, and God rest his soul, Flip Saunders kept. Putting that starting five on out there, and they kept sticking him to playoffs. Flip Saunders never won it. anything. Best starting five uh, alive, and, Greg. And wait a minute, and that's, that's a part never of my. Never won anything. Rest his soul again. 
But what I'm saying is that's a part of my argument, man. That started in five. Whatever they did, it's, they could have had Bozo the Clown come off the bench. It just seemed like that starting five kept getting them to playoffs and finals. And not, not to mention, they beat the Lakers. That Lakers team wasn't supposed to got beat. They beat the Lakers. So you got to take your ass off to that. Well, no one's running down their title because they were a good team. But, number one, Flip Saunders didn't win the title. Larry Brown did. They only won one out of six consecutive trips to the Eastern Conference Finals. I could I could make an argument they underachieved and got lucky because the Lakers couldn't hold their asses together. Lakers melted down. Remember that? Thanks, Keith. I mean, Greg, they beat David them five. And, I mean, it's not like it was... The Lakers were melting down. The Lakers oh. had the better team. <laughs> they melted down. They couldn't get along. Shaq and Kobe were such idiots. Yeah, wasn't that that team of mercenaries? Yeah. Yeah, they had Gary yeah, Payton, Payton and Malone. Yeah, Malone. That, that yep. was the year I lost respect for Gary Payton because he went Merc. Yeah, but he had to. Or he was never getting a ring. Yeah, he but he still try. didn't. He ring See, but now we rip anybody that does it. But, you know, back well, then. Yeah, but then it was He got it was ripped. Cool no, no, he got ripped. He, he did. I ripped him. I'm still ripping him now for it. Did you not hear me just ripping for going Are you mad at Carl Malone for trying to win a ring? Yes. Come on, man. No, you come on, man. Carl Malone is the Utah Jazz. David, but he's reti- but his uniform's retired as a Laker. Dumb. <laughs> All right, David, David Grand Rapids. <laughs> David, what's going on, man? You're on with Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Yeah, I just wanted to say that uh, Greg needs to like uh, tone it down a bit. It's not whether or not you win or lose the argument; it's whether or not you make it interesting. <laughs> Have you met I mean, Greg? Greg, Greg, is, Greg is the kind of guy that you can't invite to your barbecue anymore because your wife says, no, 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 I'm not letting him in the house. Because, so here's the thing, though, here's the thing, though, David. Here's the thing. All you've called in to do, jackass, is insult me. Why don't you make a point, you stupid idiot? How about it? Why don't you make a point and not just insult me? Why don't you make a point? Hang up on him. Goodbye. You're gone. You make a point. You don't insult me, jerk, or I'll do the same thing to you. Hang on, man. We spent half the show just insulting Jim. Can he hang up on us? Yeah, but I'll insult Jim, but oh, I'm not going to let jackass <laughs> David insult Jim. Greg, for but the record, I would you... invite you to a barbecue. Despite the the ridiculousness no, of your sense. argument, I would still invite you to a barbecue. Uh, but the, the argument's not ridiculous. Everyone agrees with me. That's No, the no, they don't. Greg, Listen I... to them. Listen to the look at the tweets. Look at the callers. They said they're giving them out like Tic Tacs. Come on, you're losing this argument because you're just millennial Joe Blow here. You're saying, "Oh, when I was ten, Rip was great." Greg, I I've never headband. once used child childhood nostalgia as an argument for Rip Hamilton. I'm telling but you're you, bringing up little points and acting like they're major points because he I, led I think, the team in playoff scoring is not a major point. I think it's a big deal. You you used that argument to say he was better than Joe Dumars. That is I said comparable. Insane. Comparable. They are. They're not. One played both sides of the ball. One was a shooter. That was it. He was a shooter and a good one. Right, he but I think shooter. most people would say you He's can't even put him on the same level. And I'm telling you, he can't. You listen. Rip's, can't. Rip was a better scorer than Joe Dumars. A better no, scorer he than wasn't. yes, he was. There no Rip Hamilton averaged 20 points a game in the regular season once. Joe did it six times. Joe averaged less points per game as a Piston than Rip Hamilton. Good night. Joe had two titles and an oh, MVP. Oh, hold on. So Rip now we're talking one. titles. I just said scoring, It's part Greg. of it. It's part of it. It's, it's part of it, Jim. I'll talk fast like you. It's part of it, Jim. It's part of it. It's part of it. 
It's part of his story. You're the one saying, well, you can't have a story without Rip. Oh, my ass. You can't have a story without titles over good teams and MVP championships or MVP finals. Guys, you say you're you know, not doing times, it, but you're you discounting rip? the 04. You are. You're discounting that whole stretch. Oh, my God. Can I'm I, not saying anything about the 014. Can I pause the worst episode of Gilmore Girls ever and get back to a phone call real quick? No. Ah. No. Enough with the calls. Greg, outside of the bad boys, what's the best stretch of Pistons basketball of all time? I don't know. The 70s? All right. Go to a phone call. All right. <laughs> Dan and Grand Rapids. That shut him up quick. Dan and Grand Rapids. <laughs> Dan and Grand Rapids, you're on with Greg, Big Drew, and Jim for now until one of them kills the other one. What's going on, Dan? Hey, not much. This is home from work. How y'all doing? I am doing great. Awesome. I am wonderful. <laughs> What's going on with All you, right. dude? Well, my view is that I don't think Rashid. Tayshawn or Rip Balling anywhere near having their numbers retired. But Jim says everyone agrees with him. Well, that's not true because I disagree with him. <laughs> well, then that's all that matters. Um, so how do you differentiate? you didn't want to go to the calls. So wait, how do you differentiate no, I, I do. <laughs> Rip from Chauncey and Ben? What's the difference? Why the drop-off? Well, I think it's pretty clear that when we traded away Chauncey, that started the nine-year nine downward spiral of losing seasons. You don't think, think it was that guys got older? That wasn't part of it? Well, Jim, I according think, to you, as people age, they get better because science and medicine. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude, I'm sorry. Again, I've never made that argument. Again, you, you hold on. Hold on. Hold on. This is classic Drew. Hold on. We, we can pause the show for a second here. <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting all mad because no, no, he's getting beat no, on both No, ends. no, let me explain this. I say the Just next like generation did. The next generation will be better because of the technology. I've never said players in their 30s get better than their 20s. Is that what you just insinuated, Drew? I'm just saying people can you, play you, longer I don't know at a understand. higher level. People can play longer at a higher level. That's yes. been your argument. Yes, but what I'm telling <laughs> I've never once said there's a fountain of youth that as you get older, it's fine, you're going to be okay. The argument that you're citing is the argument I made before about players today are better than players before. That's the age difference. You He's use a completely so different many argument. points. Yeah, Dan, we He's appreciate made the so phone many call. different points. He can't keep them straight anymore. No, you can't keep them straight. <laughs> I'm very straight on them. Oh. You say that if you're younger, is always better, no matter what. They're better athletes. Yes, no matter what. But that doesn't mean you're going to be fine as you age. It's an absurd point to begin with. Eight six six three one four ninety six ninety six. Tell me about Jason the good old days. I didn't tell you about the good old days. I'm tell me about being to. an idiotic millennial who doesn't know anything See, and before it, 1990. Again, it always goes back you to that. You just brought it up. You just said You just said to me, tell me about the 80s, didn't you? Bite me, Jim. I did the same thing to you you did to me. You said, tell me about the good old days. I said, tell me about not watching sports before 1990. How is that different uh, right, than right. what you just said to me? No, Drew, hold on. Okay. Explain yourself. How is that different than what you just... You tried to belittle me by calling me old. I belittled you by calling you a stupid-ass millennial. First of all, you were Explain the first... how it's okay, different. Okay, here's how it's different. You were the first one to bring it up, and we can go roll you tape do and do that. Okay, you no, do no, it every day. You do it every day. Hold on. Every you were the day. first one to bring it up today, and I've continued okay. to try every to center day. this argument. <laughs> I've continued to try to center this argument on the fact that we are talking about Great Pistons, and the Great Pistons Except. did not exist outside of 1989. There are other Great Pistons outside of 1989. They They're good. Great. That's my point. But you They're don't want to retire great. anybody that didn't play on the bad boys. You've not argued for no, one person. To, who's the one See? person that should be retired Again, outside the bad you're boys? You're lying. You're lying. Who is it, Greg? Again, who's the name? Okay, let me, let me Number one, you're a liar. 
You just said I don't want to retire anyone outside the bad boys. I don't want one of the bad boys up there. No, but I'm saying, are you going to retire any Piston that did not play on the bad boys? When they're good enough, yeah. And you said there haven't been any Pistons worthy of retiring that didn't play on the bad boys. No, I'm saying that. Okay, that's why I'm saying you're old. That's why. But what does that have to do with me being old, idiot? What does it have to do with me being old? What does it have... Here's what it has to do with. It has to do with not one of them is a special player. Not one. The bad boys had four of them. Four. If you can't see, it has nothing to do with me being old. It doesn't. It doesn't have anything to with me being old. Bill Lambier is better than Chauncey Billups. Did I say that? No, you said all of you. Lambier should be a retired. Is Chauncey Billups going to go in the Hall of Fame? It doesn't matter about the Hall of Fame. It's the Pistons Hall of Fame. I'm setting a standard, idiot. Grant, is he you, a right. Hall of Famer? No, he's not. Okay, then shut up. Lambeer is has got Hall of Fame numbers. But yes. that's not what this is about. I don't care what your discussion is about. You don't get to set the discussion every time. Do you understand? Greg, I brought up... You and, don't and, get you know, to cite the... Uh, you don't get to have the only criteria. You know, it's so, no. It's no. Funny. No. Drew, Drew, what were no. the first words I said no. about this topic? I said, is it no. Pistons Hall of Fame or is it... M-? And then no. you actually agreed with me. You said, I'm not making it a Hall of Fame thing. I'm not making it about just the Hall of Fame, but, but it's part of it. now we circle back and we find no, it. No, but it's part of it. But it's part of it, Jim. It's part of it. going to do. It's part of it. You don't know what I'm going to do. You're not nearly you intelligent enough you, to know what I'm going to do. It's, it's one. It's one up. part of it. It's one. You don't want to acknowledge that being a Hall of Famer means something. That's the most asinine, idiotic point I've ever heard. And you get dumber by saying it, Greg. Jim. You're smarter than that. All right, guys. We that's have to, not a compliment. We have to take a break. Maury's on line five. They want to book you guys for tomorrow to sort out no. who did who wrong. But until then... We've got to yeah. take a break. We've got a lot of callers on hold. Stay where you are. We will get to you as soon as we get back. Hey, Drew. Yeah. All I'm saying is Jim doesn't always get to frame the conversation. He always tries to bring it to his little criteria, and there are others. You've made your point. We have to break. It's Greg, Big Drew. All right, so overall my point is, Jim, you don't get to set all the parameters. You came into this argument and you tried to box out any other arguments. Guilty. I did. Yeah. So then, when I try to reintroduce them, you say to me, "I just try to oh, just pick them off." Don't matter. Yeah, and I'm like, wait off. a minute. So you come in, and I'm courteous <laughs> enough to say, Jim, you go ahead and set this topic up. And you set it up, and you block out any other argument by saying, "You can't use that. You can't use that." It's called Jim Abusting. That's exactly partially what it's called. <laughs> First of all, I don't know if I'd use courteous to describe you, but uh, all right. I'm very courteous. We, we got full lines. I know we're not going to do all callers, but Greg, why don't you just explain where you're at? I'll explain where I'm at. We won't I'm cut each other explain. off. You go I'm going to cry you in the go. corner. All right, I'll go first. That way you can shout everything down after. That's oh. actually smart. No, I'm giving Greg credit. That's smart. That's that's really smart. Right I don't there. have to shout it down. People agree with me. All right. We've, we've many, certainly many, had people Many, many people sides. agree with me. Many, many, many people agree with me. And you know what's funny? As much as we say I've it shouldn't be an age thing, <laughs> I, I think a lot of the response does fall under the age lines. I think it does. So, I mean, we don't want to take that does, into it. though. Okay. Because I'm telling you, there are guys who are retired now that from the bad boys that don't deserve it, too. All right, so if people are confused, we're talking about Rip Hamilton, got number 32 retired over the weekend. Greg brought up, listen, I was embarrassed. I didn't like seeing it. Said he didn't want Chauncey or Ben up there. Says good, not great. People say that a lot about the 4 team. That's fine. My argument for Rip Hamilton being retired is 
he is one of the Pistons greats. He's not one of the NBA greats. Probably won't make the Hall of Fame. But he's one of the Pistons greats. Because he's their all-time leading playoff scorer. He's one of the most prolific scorers in the history of the franchise. When the playoffs happened, he went to another level. And in an era where scoring was at an all-time low, we're talking Pistons giving up 84 points a game, it's hard to get to 18, 19, 20 points a game, and he carried them in that way. Now, Chauncey got the last shot, but Rip did so many things coming off screens and hitting the mid-range jumpers. I think he was excellent at that phase, and he was excellent to give the Pistons a championship. He's a big part of why that stretch, that 0-2 to 0-8-0-9, is one of the best stretches in the history of Pistons basketball. There are no bad boys. But it's one of the best stretches in Pistons basketball. And I think you need to recognize that and recognize him as one of the best players on that team. And I'd put him up in the rafters because I don't have this tremendous burden or standard for the Pistons. The history is largely bad boys going to work and then you sprinkle in, you know, Dave Bing here and there. And and that's fine. That's their history. And I don't think it cheapens Isaiah to have Rip there because I think of Isaiah in such high regard that he cannot be damaged by any other number going up there. I think each number being retired is a singular argument for that singular person. Isaiah's argument will never be touched. Rip, far more controversial. 866-314-9696. Greg? Rip's not that much more controversial than the other three players from the team. My problem is it's gross commercialization. It's not done out of excellence. It's done to put people in seats. It, uh, it's really not based in anything other than, boy, we sure would like to sell some tickets. Let's put uh, Hamilton's number to the rafters. They've done three this year. Three jerseys in one year. In the calendar they're handing year, them out. Yeah. They're handing them out, as the caller says, or the, the texter says, like Tic Tacs. Everyone gets one. I guess it shouldn't surprise me. If you're going to make it about being millennials versus not being a millennial, <laughs> what the hell? Everyone gets a trophy. Throw everyone's number to the rafter. And then we run out, we'll go to triple digits because we just need to do that to acknowledge some very, very above-average players that played for us back in 2004. He's not special. Chauncey wasn't special. Ben wasn't special. I mean, if they were special, and I know Jim doesn't like to say this, they would be in the Hall of Fame. Yes, that's part of it. That's 15% of it or whatever number you want to put on it. It's part of their story. They're not even in the Hall of Fame, and they never will be. So what's next? Tayshawn? Sheed? Because he said Garen Sheed? Why are we doing this? Are we doing this to make you feel good about yourself because you watched them in your in their heyday, I don't I don't get it. What is special about Rip Hamilton? The fact that he was their leading scorer for six years makes him special. How many Pistons? I'd love to look this up. How many Pistons have led the team in scoring for at least six years? I mean, I'm sure Isaiah did it, right? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I'm just saying, like you again. This is where look. we differ. I just judge you on how good are you as a Piston. That's all I care about, because this is the Pistons but I, retirement. But I, I'm judging Isaiah how good he was as a Piston, because he was only there as a Piston. Right, and he was I'm better judging than Lambira as a Piston, because he only played for Cleveland and Detroit, never got off the bench in Cleveland. I'm judging the other guys how they were as Pistons, too. I don't think these guys were special. That's all I'm saying. We got 88 David, more numbers, Greg. So, Hey, dude, let's just retire them all and go to triple digits. What, what difference does it make? We can have a number <laughs> well, 100. They've been in the NBA we? since 49. They've used up 11 numbers. I think we're but fine. We're, we're no, <laughs> at this rate, hey, we'll do three a year. We'll be done in, in 20 years. Well, listen, if we get another going-to-work Pistons, then, yeah, we'll probably retire another hey, three or four. I'm just saying, retire them all. Get them all to the rafters. Why? Blood, sweat, and tears, man. Blood, sweat, and tears. They showed up for practice every day. They did shoot around the morning before a game. Put them up there. Dave in Clinton Township. You're on Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hi, Dave. Oh, hang on. i got to push the button for Dave. I apologize. 
Dave is in Clinton Township. Hello, Dave. How are you? Hello, Dave. Hey, what's going on, fellas? I I, I kind of go both ways on that one, but if you're going to have Vinny Johnson the Raptors, I have no problem with Rip going up there. Well, that was a mistake to begin with. Yeah, well, you know, they should be for great players, and I, and I understand what they're doing. You know, you got to you know sell tickets and stuff like that. And that's going to be a hundred years from now. But the starting five, three of the three of the team, three of the guys again, ninety-seven, ninety-eight, ninety-nine. You know, but it's got to it's got to stop somewhere. Oh, it's not stopping. They're going to put Tayshawn up there. They're going to put Rasheed Wallace up there. All five from the starting 0-4 team that, oh, by the way, underachieved and won one title in six years, and they should have won at least two. Yeah. Hey, but, they're, I, I, but they're great. Yeah. Throw them up there. It's like it's like when the Lions uh, celebrated the 91 team, you know? And <laughs> That's I, true. And, I, and, I, and, and I you guys made fun of it. Yeah, we did. And, and I still I, will, by the way. It's, it's the same thing. Yeah, it should be great players, but if you're going to have – Again, players like John, Vinny Johnson, who, by the way, was a very good player and was very instrumental. But what was his time limit? His time with Detroit and and you know bench player stuff like that. I, I his name was it. made on the one shot, man. It was one shot. Well, that would be the Tayshon argument, right? One block. I, now, I'm not arguing for Tayshon, right? I'm not arguing. Well, you for You don't Tayshaun. have to. It's going up there. They need some uh, dates to fill. And also, who said something about Isaiah not being tarnished by the other guys being up me, there? That's Isaiah me. kind of tarnished himself. Why do you think less of Isaiah? The, off the court. Oh, okay. He's talking about off the court. I mean, so. I mean, there, there's there, the people from the uh, CBA would like to, to hang uh, him from the rafters himself, not his jersey, just him. I mean, you know what, though? Guys make bad business thing. deals all the time. That was just, he didn't know what he was doing. Shouldn't have been in business. He's not magic when it comes to business. But I mean, those are things that happen off the court. But as far as Rip going, up yeah, we're there, talking on though, right? Yeah. Well, careful! Don't again. set the parameters. I would say if you're no. Gonna, again. We, I think the parameters <laughs> should be set by both. I Not agree. Jim coming in. Jim comes in and posts up with his parameters. That's He's like, right. here, Back to the inside basket. my right. circle, Swing the Greg, elbow. you can't use this one. <laughs> you can't use this one. I'm saying no. And I just finally figured it out. I'm like, you can't set the parameters every time on your own, just because you want to set the parameters. Luke in Granville, you're on. Oh, was the majority was the majority of hit of Rip's time Who's this? in the NBA with Detroit? Yeah, who are we talking to? I'll answer yes. the question still for you. Dave in Clinton Township. Still Dave, if you guys Dave. don't make the motion to hang up, I don't know to hang up. All right, well, we're not going to keep people on hold yes. for four minutes at a well, time. Well, listen, you jagweeds have been running the show today. I'm just kind of here pushing buttons. All right, I'll answer the so question. Good. So if you don't tell the so button good. pusher what to do, the button pusher doesn't know what buttons to push. All right, Rip spent nine years in Detroit of his 14-year career. Okay. Wonderful. Yes. Let's go Two back. In Chicago after he undermined and subverted the team, Drew. Okay. Are we going to go back to the phones now? We're going to go, go to Luke. Luke. I already asked you once. <laughs> wait, let's get Drew's opinion. Oh, wait. Yeah, okay. Let's go to Luke. <laughs> no. no, thanks. We'll go to Luke in Granville. <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? Awesome. Luke, I'm doing wonderful. These two guys, they're doing terrible. How are you, yeah. sir? I'm doing doing great. great. Um, I, I watched it last night. It, it kind of hit me in the feels a little bit cause, just because I love those 04 Pistons. But um, it's hard to say when, they, when, they, when they're starting to retire all these numbers. You know, first they retired Ben, they, then Chauncey, and it's like, geez, well, if you retire those two people, then, um, man, where do you stop? But I, I think they're <laughs> – I think I you think stop with Darvin Ham. Well, I, I, maybe, maybe I just love that team so much just because I wasn't alive. By Everyone a few liked years them. They were fun. The they just boys, underachieved. 
But uh, I don't know. I just really like those Pistons, and I think if any of them should be retired, it's got to be Chauncey, but that's it for me. All right, man. Thank you. Uh, here's another one. None of, here's a Twitter from Mark. It says none should have their jersey retired. It's supposed to be an elite thing. Another one says for sure. Um, who the hell is voting in your poll? It's pathetic. It's a pathetic look for this franchise. Yeah, I haven't also the poll seen Vinnie Johnson. Wait, how is the poll going? Uh, uh, hang on, I'll, I'll check. Hang on, I'm checking right now. The poll at Greg Drew and Jim on Twitter says, did Rip Hamilton deserve to have his jersey retired is the poll question of the day. With 99 votes, 55% have sided with Jim Costa. Hold on, I just retweeted it to my followers. Oh, I'll do the same. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, you guys, go ahead. you guys go ahead and set the parameters however the hell you want. You don't have any followers, Jim. You don't have any followers. <laughs> no, you don't have any followers. You know what I have? Jason in Kalamazoo on line one. Jason, thanks for calling Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, let me guess where this guy's going to vote. I don't know where he's going to vote. I just picked up the he's phone. He's quoting Rip Hamilton right out of the, out of the box. Yes, sir. Thanks for calling. I appreciate the phone call. He just shouted. I didn't know what else he was going to do. We'll go yeah, on to line two, yeah. Chris in Wyoming. Typical, Lines typical are full. We got supporter. stuff to do. Lines are full. We got stuff to do. What's going on? Chris <laughs> in Wyoming, you're on with Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Guys. Sir. This is Chris in Wyoming, right? Yes, you are Chris. I hope, so. I hope that you what are. What is going on? Are you Chris First in Wyoming? Day, I just heard somebody else on there, but uh, No, you're good. What's up, man? I'm going to side with Jim. Um, I think Rip proved that he was a great piston. Uh, How old are you? you know, just curious. I'm 36. Wow. Okay. All right. Um, I think, you know, just by his career as a piston, like Jim, you know, pointed out, he led the team in scoring for six years. Uh, he was instrumental in that playoff run. Um, and, you know, I, I know you guys weren't comparing him to, like, well, kind of comparing him to Joe Dumars, per se, but I think – you know, he was a different threat than Joey D. I mean, Rip was six seven. Joey D was like maybe six two, six three. I think Rip could six, do four. a little bit different things, you know, to a team, you know, as far as the height and what he could do. He could pulse, he could, you know, come off the come off the pick and whatnot. He could he was a streaky three point shooter. But um Greg, to argue your point about it being for like uh like a Hall of Fame type talent, like say you take um see if this is comparable, Greg, like say you take um Mark D'Antonio. Like, he's going to be, you know, I don't know, have his name in the, the ring of fire at Michigan State at some point. Would you agree? Well, he might be their best coach of all time. Exactly. Right. But do you think he'll ever be voted into the college football Hall of Fame? Yes. Really? You do? I'm oh, sur- I think I, so. I'm taking wow. it back. Well, wow. hold on. Hold on. <laughs> now, hold on. Listen, listen. <laughs> Let me finish. All right. If he, if he has a couple more good years at Michigan State, he might be a Hall of Dude. He took an embarrassing program and made it respectable. That's true. You got to give him something. For That's that. tr- people have to keep in mind where the program was when he took over, and maybe to Jim's point, Greg, you have to keep in mind where the Pistons were when Rip came in. Well, Rip was one of the later pieces, wasn't he? He was after Chauncey. He was after Ben. He was after they drafted Tayshon. It, he wasn't was he? part of the deal for that brought Ben, wasn't he? No, no, because it was the Stackhouse deal got Rip. That's right. It, I think the other guys were here a, a couple years before. Rip was. I, I want to say he was the last piece, other than Rashid. You're saying right? Right. Sheed was the very, very last piece. But Rip was of the four man core before Sheed got here. 
I swear he was the last because Chauncey was a free agent. No, he was traded here too from Denver, right? Mm -hmm. He was traded, and then I think Wallace and Chucky Atkins were the first two. They came in the Grand Heel deal. Wallace came in the o, uh, 2000 in the 01 season, and uh, Rip Hamilton came in 0203. I think, yeah, I think the, the, the two big, but anyway, that's just a sure. semantic point. Go ahead. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you there, caller? No, he's gone. Who's left? I can't tell. This is a mishmash. (laughs) It's a bit of a mess right now, but we're going to go to Alex in Caledonia. Alex, thanks for calling Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. How are you? I'm good. Um, I, I got to say this whole rip deal, um, these guys were brought a team that just did not have anything going for it in the 90s, and I think that these guys, these three especially, uh, were the core of that team and why they did so well. Yeah, I can't argue with that, man, I, and I appreciate the phone call. I'm sorry for cutting people well, off. I want to get through a, this and move on point. after this. <laughs> Um, so we're going to, we're going to blow through these very quickly. Let's go to, oh, we lost Drew. So, uh, Fongers, no more calls on this. Uh, let me f- see if I can figure out who the hell's on line one. Uh, I can't figure it out. <laughs> Gee, that was, it's a long process. I'm trying. I can't tell. Drew and Roseville's probably still there, right? No, Drew and Roseville, it looks like he's gone. And, and you know what? I'm, I'm just going to grab, you know, who's, they're just going to do this. <laughs> no. Fonger says there are no callers on the line. Something okay, is that's all we needed to ro- know. Something is broken with our system. We're going to talk right. college hoops next. Okay? Michigan and Michigan State. Fine. The tournament's coming up. Update. Update. Okay? Can we do that? Can we do something like without screaming at one another? We're uh, not screaming. Why are you screaming? It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. From the... All right, it makes no sense that I'm getting more heat for yelling than you are. You're the you were yelling just as much. Oh, I never yell. You yelled. I'm a kind yes, and gentle you did. soul. You yelled at me. I yelled at you. You called me old. I called you green poop. Because <laughs> you still poop green. Get it? I don't even know what's <laughs> happening anymore. That's what little kids do <laughs> in their dighties. <laughs> In their diapers, Drew. You changed diapers, you know. A long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, my friend. You had yours trained a long time ago? How old is he? I, he's uh, he's nine. He'll be ten in November. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired now. <laughs> Everybody, there's this kind of like deflated <laughs> feeling in the studio I'm just tired. now. Like, oh, all right, well, we'll just talk about college basketball teams uh, and quality wins. I guess, Greg, well, good I mean, for Michigan. Good for Michigan but, State, right? <laughs> no, good for Michigan. Now you say good for state, and we argue. Oh, good okay. for state? <laughs> but who is it better for? Oh, what does it mean? Uh, <laughs> now I'm just tired. The 2000 Spartans were better than both of these teams. But who would Rip Hamilton help more? Statistically, uh, Mateen Cleaves was the greatest <laughs> of all time. Better than Trey Burke because he was old. 
but, but do you guys think both are in now? I mean, does it feel like we wasted like a, yes. a month arguing and they're both just going to get in? <laughs> yes. I do. I think oh, they're both in now, right? God. State well, needs one more win. Michigan needs one more win. Yeah, I mean, both beat Wisconsin. I, you got to think about it like this for Michigan. They took they care of business at home. They beat Purdue. They beat Wisconsin. They blew out MSU. They took care of business at home. And not to disrespect this Michigan Wolverine team and what they've managed to do down the stretch here, but isn't taking care of business at home what you're supposed to do? Well, wait, did Purdue win in East Lansing? (laughs) I never said the Spartan team was doing the same thing. (laughs) Whoa, man. See? See? You got beat at home by Purdue, didn't you? Yeah, I, I've said all year that I think the, the Michigan team is better than the Spartan team. <laughs> Josh with the hot take. If Aaron Harris is healthy, is Sparty a one seed? What? <laughs> he missed one game. I know. That's, we were all saying ridiculous things. He just won. Oh, I thought that was a real tweet. No. I thought that was a, oh, okay. No, I'm like, like here, yeah, here's his follow. Is Derek Walton a system point guard? <laughs> Drew, how many more days till Izzo? Ooh. Uh, I mean, it's one. Ooh, two. Just two more sleeps till Izzo. Oh, I so can't wait for Middle Tennessee State to take him out again. Well, because you already heard the narrative, right? Peaking at the right no time. Way. Oh, I heard that last time. 20 oh, yeah, years peaking. in a row. Peaking at the right time. And it's cliche. Well, did you get the announcers in the game? Yeah. They brought oh, it up. Oh, they're peaking at the right time. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. They're yeah, ready to go. Yeah, they're really rolling. This is now. what Izzo does. Right, that's, that's what they were saying. Gets them ready for March. Not for I, not for any other game, just for March. I didn't know if I was listening to a game from 2017 or 2007. I mean, it could have been either or. It's the same thing, really. Announcing Michigan State games is easy. Unless you're <laughs> playing Middle Tennessee State. Right. Well, then it's hard because you have to look up the players' names because you've never heard of them before. And then you have to look up the last time they didn't go to the second round of the tournament. Right, all that stupid stuff. All right, let me ask you a question. Yeah. In these two stretches for these two teams, who's the MVP for each team? I think it's clear cut for Michigan. I don't think it's even close. Well, I think the clear answer is Walton, but I think you could argue Wagner. I thought it was Wagner. I thought it was obviously Wagner. Because uh, because, because, uh, Walton's been there all the whole time. Walton's had a good year. Wagner has been really good the last month. I guess I think Walton has an outside argument to be first team all Big Ten. He probably won't be. I definitely think he could be. You look at his numbers just in Big Ten play, he's mm-hmm. all Big Ten. Now, that's not the whole season. He's been great. But he's been great, yeah. He's been as good as Irvin's been bad offensively. Mm-hmm. I mean... Why do, are you noticing Irvin isn't even hitting the rim on a lot of his shots? Like I've never seen so many air balls, like where it's just like, whoa, dude, do you need glasses? I, I'm stunned at how inconsistent his outside jumper's been in the Big Ten season. It's been awful, but they've been picked up by by Wagner. Uh, DJ DJ Wilson's been great. Um, do you think they can make a, a push? Couple games, maybe three, Sweet Sixteen. I'd say yes if they just do what they do, but they don't always do that, right? Like Minnesota. I mean, they're going to. It's not going to be on the road though, Drew. Right. But, but Minnesota's a perfect example of just long stretches without scoring, and that, and they have no, like, they have no post game to speak of to get a high percentage shot when they're not hitting from outside. Greg, you remember we were giving up on this team right after that Illinois loss. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, shortly well, thereafter, they, they blew out Indiana at home, and then all of a sudden it kind of felt like things were changing. 
after that Indiana game, this is Derek Walton. I gave up after the Spartan game in East Lansing. Not gave up, but I okay. left him kind of for dead. Well, I was so, like, okay. But this is right around that stretch. Walton goes 21, 24, 25, 20, mm-hmm. 25. I mean, he picked him up. He's been amazing. Yeah. But what did Mo do? Oh, we can he had one bad game he, in yeah. there. He, he's had one a clunker or two in that time. But he did a great job on Swanigan. Uh, yeah. This week, Saturday night, he did a really good job, and he came out strong after him. And and all indications were that he was not going to be able uh, to do anything, uh, you know, with Swanigan just based on size. He's becoming a real problem for opposing defenses. There he was really a moment is. in Saturday's game where he had, what, 22 points in the first half, and I stopped and said, hmm. Finished with 24. <laughs> yeah. I was like, is he going to play in the NBA? Like, there was a moment where I stopped and paused sophomore. and had to consider it, yeah. Well, he, he could definitely play in the NBA. He's only a sophomore. I mean, he's got to get bigger and stronger. But, you know, his athleticism, he really does play a lot like Dirk in the sense that he's athletic big man who can bury you at the three-point line, which I think that, that dimension just changes everything, does it not? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Who's the guy for MSU? Uh, who's been, what's the question? Who's been the, the same thing we've been talking with Michigan, you know, why, why have they turned around? Yeah. I was Ward, say yeah Ward. It's, it's, if Ward plays, they win. If he can't, if he can't get loose, they're in trouble because Bridges is going to be there. He's been there all year, except for the injuries. You know, you're going to get what you're going to get out of, out of, uh, Cassius. But the guy who really, I feel like when he turns it on, you can't stop. You don't have an answer for him is Nick Ward. Nick Ward's the guy. Any, I'm sorry. Anyone? When they were no, it's just <laughs> when they were typing? when they were slumping. <laughs> when they were, I was trying to look up Nick Ward's stats before I just said stupid oh. things like Nick Ward's the guy. Well, I mean, he was the one that, no, but, that helped put away the game against Wisconsin. I mean, Wisconsin's known for being, especially this year, a team that can throw multiple bigs at you, right? With Hayes yep. and Half and Ward was unfazed. He was spectacular. What did um? He just didn't he get Player of the Week. He should. I think this last week, that. yeah, he averaged what twenty-one and nine this last week, and this is a big week. Yeah, he had a he had a, uh, it was a big week. Yeah, and he was named Big Ten's uh, he was named Big Ten Freshman of the Week. So good for Nick Ward. But I think uh, yeah, I think all the last two weeks we've been talking all the hand wringing, they're both in. I again, I, I mostly agree. If State loses out, are they in? No. If either one loses out, are they in? I think Michigan right now is in regardless. I think Michigan is in regardless right now. I think Michigan State still needs to win one or two more. Well, they both have 19 wins, right? Yeah. Or is it 18 and 19? I think it's 18 and 19. I think Michigan has one more. more. Yeah, yeah, State's got 18. Michigan's got 19. Um, I think State might need one more. Maybe. Yeah, I would would say I'm almost 100% sure the Spartans need one more win to solidify being in. And even then, with one more win, but, you're still trading a lot on name value. Well, how crazy is this that we would RPI say that? RPI still top 50, though? It, yes. It's very good. And again, RPI is kind of flawed because they're getting all these points because they 42. lost. They right, lost to true. good teams. But you know, it's funny. We say, well, they might need to win one more game. If they win one more game, they may have a bye in the first round of the Big Ten tournament, right? They're fourth right now, aren't they? No, they get, they're fourth now. Right, Double so they bye. hold pace. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. And it's so funny because I think that's more of an indictment on the Big Ten. Right. Why do they get a double bye if Michigan's got the same record and they both? It's not the same Big Ten record. For what? The, they're nine and seven each in the Big Ten, right? I don't think so. 
Am I missing something? It's, or just stay? I swear they put them up on the screen yesterday. Um, but I know states in fourth. They passed Wisconsin yesterday for the double buy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So, We're talking about a team that might have to win another game, and they're set to get a double buy in the Big Ten tournament. Like that. What I'm getting at is the Big Ten. What a fall for the conference this year. Sparty's ten and six, by the way. Yeah. Michigan's nine and seven. One game better. So you're right. That's why. I, for some reason, I thought they were both nine and seven. Um, but yeah, they're one, two, three. They're fifth now, so they still they're tied with Maryland. So you beat Maryland, Maryland, you get the double. Yeah. And they yeah, you beat Maryland, you get the double buy. And who's their last game? They have Maryland and who else? I believe it's Illinois and yeah, yeah, it's Illinois this week and then Maryland. I think you're right. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, they win, they get their double bye in the tournament. And Michigan is going to get a bye, it looks like, unless they lose out. Then they could drop because they're only two games ahead of Illinois. So, what is it? The first four get the double. The second four get the single bye, right? So, yeah, Michigan could definitely drop out of the bye category altogether if they lose their last two games. 866-314-9696. 866-314-9696. What do you want to yell about next, Jim? Oh, Drew had all kinds of ideas in the break. He goes, whatever you do, just don't talk Rip Hamilton anymore. What's wrong with talking Rip Hamilton? People called. I don't know. Drew, you know, Drew people was love getting, it when we... He was scared. You, you want to talk Lions. There's a free but, agent you know that was... You know what's funny? Yeah. People love it when you yell. Why is it that only people call me when we yell at each other? Why is that? Because <laughs> they want to break it up? Because they called last week. Or they want to pick but sides? They, were calling, they called last week when you and Drew were yelling at each other. First of all, Drew and I never yell at each other. Well, it's funny because we, you know, we can't have a, a civil conversation because everyone's like, <sighs> "Well, let oh, tempers great point, get heated." Greg, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Joy, Jim, you're super smart, buddy. That was a swell idea, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but it's just it's funny because you know, let, let it get heated and emotional and passionate. And people are like, "Oh my God, you two are so immature." Oh, shut up! Shut up! All right. Well, eight six six three one four ninety six ninety six. Lion talk. Free agency starts next week, right? A week? Yeah, next week. Yeah, no, please. Make fun of me for wanting to talk football. No, no, I'm not making fun of you. I mean, the, no, the no, no. You had all these ideas. Screw you. I was, that was actually a compliment. I know I'm so sarcastic that you can't actually tell what I'm complimenting you. I was. People had, think you're nice. Well, I, I, you got to get to know one. me. I'm you're just, the jerk. I'm warm and I'm full of sunshine. And, all right, we're wasting Drew, raise time. Raise your hand if Jim's the jerk. Is your hand up? Is your hand up? My hand is up. All right, there was a player yes. that was cut over the weekend. <laughs> was sent to Drew and I. There's some intrigue. Let's talk about him when we come back. It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. All right, real quick, before we get to your little story, Drew. <laughs> yeah. There's been, there's been an update. On what? Over the, uh, the Oscars last night. Fade Dunaway and Warren Beatty. Apparently, we're fighting over who got to read the envelope. So when he opened the envelope and noticed it was wrong, he didn't know what to do. She just snatched it away and read it, fearing that he would try to read the winner. It also says that they refused to rehearse together. Like, they wouldn't go out together. This is according to TMZ, and that it was contentious from start to finish. They, and then they put the clip up. They said, watch closely. You'll see Faye angling to get the envelope as Warren's, because you remember, Warren's looking at it and trying to make sense right. out of what he's reading. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She just grabs it and reads La La Land. If you look again, and they're, so they're reaching out to their representatives to see, but they said she was worried he would beat her to the punch. So she grabbed it and read it. Isn't that fascinating? Right, but the card <laughs> said Emma Stone, actress, right? right? But, <laughs> yes, but she was so worried he was trying to harsh her mellow that she grabs it from him, sees Emma Stone, and says, La La Land. And that's how it happened. Well, and it's great because it's so believable. Like, La La Land was the favorite. Of course it's La La Land. Yep. So I was telling you, right. I mean, I turned the TV off. Great. La La Land. And then you go on Twitter and you realize, oh, they got pushed off the stage. They didn't actually win. Okay, so here's the funny thing. When you get a minute, go watch the video. Faye Dunaway's nowhere to be found. That's Warren true. Warren Beatty's War- standing fright and center. She's gone. <laughs> it's her fault. And then she just leaves. Here, Warren, suck it. I'm out of here. <laughs> right, but she's the one that said it. That's genius. But look, she's not on the I stage. Know, I know. He's breaking loose. She's gone, and Warren's there trying to explain. Well, he's nervous. He's like, oh, can, can everybody win? Don't be mad at me. Please don't hate me. Please don't hate me. And she's getting as far away as she can. I'm, I'm looking now. I mean, I don't know if you can watch while you're, while you're talking, but it, she's nowhere to be found. He, it's, it's on front of TMZ. She's just dead gone, and he's standing there holding the bag because she was afraid he was going to jump in and do the winner before she could. Unbelievable. God, what great drama. <laughs> she's not in the camera shot at any point. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. All right, Drew, go ahead. Football. Let's talk football. <laughs> Go, do it, do it. Oh, I will. I will absolutely do it. And it will be glorious. God, (laughs) I needed that. Oh, after you two screaming at each other like nincompoops. If you guys missed that, catch the podcast on our page, Greg, Drew, and Jim. You can use DFN.com. You can use ESPN961.com. Get the podcast, relive it, and you can fast forward through the terrible parts. Anyways, Nick Mangle. Oh, my God. Jets center released. Trump has responded. (laughs) Just keep going. (laughs) We'll tease Trump's response before the hour ends, but back to Drew with Nick Mangle. All right. (laughs) Power, Greg, Drew, and Jim. Um, (laughs) Nick Mangold is a center in the NFL. In fact, he's a really good center in the NFL. Jim, you pulled up a stats on that. It's been 33 games since Nick Mangold gave up a sack. Crazy. That's two That's years and change. Two years and change. I mean, those are Patriot O-lineman numbers, right? Now, the Jets have showed that the NFL is a basically garbage business. The Jets owner, Woody Johnson, said, For the past 11 years, Nick Mangold has been a cornerstone of our team both on and off the field. As our Pro Bowl center, Nick consistently demonstrated superior skill and unmatched toughness. Equally important off the field, Nick exhibited respect, sensitivity, and compassion for the causes he supported. It has been a privilege to have known Nick these many years, and for all of us, I say Nick will always be a Jet. Here's the thing, though. You could have made him always a Jet by just keeping him. Just just gonna. Because it's not like he's gone down in ability. Was it a money cut? 
it looks like it was a money cut. So can't they re-sign him? I mean, for less money, they could. If I'm Mangold, I wouldn't get paid what well, you're worth. Somebody's going to give him money. Someone's exactly. Give him money. Exactly. And you know who? I I honestly am on the. After somebody asked us asked me this this weekend on Facebook, I think Nick Mangold is a guy who the Lions could sorely use. Where are you going to play him? I'm going to play him at center. I'm going to play him at center with Travis Swanson and Glasgow. At Glasgow's going to move back to guard, which is his natural position. Which he did well at last season when he was asked to. I think. Why do you say it's his natural position? He was a college center. It seemed. How's, how's this? I thought when he was being evaluated for the NFL, they were evaluating him as a guard. I think he can play both. Either way, where? How's this? If you have Nick Mangold and Travis Swanson, you want Graham Glasgow playing guard. He played well there last season and is an infinite upgrade over what the Lions currently have at the position especially with our pal Jeff Risden from USA Today telling us that they are likely to lose Larry Warford to the open market. You're also going to lose Riley Reef. But if you bring in a guy like Nick Mangold, how's this? Nick Mangold is everything Lions fans wish Dom Raiola would have been. He's a strong leader. From what, from what the Jets owner has said, from what you've heard around the league about Nick Mangold, he's the kind of guy you want young players like Travis Swanson and Graham Glasgow, and the rest of your freaking offensive line trying to be more like. And now if you sign him in your Detroit, he retires, you've got your next O-line coach already in Detroit. Sign him for two years. Sign him for three years. Pay him what he wants. This is a guy who is valuable to your franchise on a lot of levels, not just on the field. Are you buying it? 866-314-9696. Nick Mangold, is he a fit for the Lions? He's now available to be a free agent. Anybody can sign him, uh, uh, what, next week? The 6th is the start of free agency. Do you want the Lions to pursue and sign Nick Mangold? Uh, Greg, does this do anything for you? eh, Not much. A little bit. It depends. I got to be honest with you. I'd like to see some of these other offensive linemen get looked at first. And I'm only talking about his age and injury history. Uh, It makes me a little nervous. Uh, there's no doubt, though, Drew, he's a great player. He has been since college. My question is, is he on the upper end? And if you're building an offensive line, do you want to go with a guy who's going to be gone in a year or two? You know, that would be my only concern because a lot of times you bring offensive lines together, you want them to gel over the course of a few years like the Cowboys did, and then you, you, know, you put them out there and let them road grade people for half a decade. Um, so I just worry about his age. That's the only thing that concerns me at all. What about you? Well, of course, I'm going to bring up the age. But it's funny because (laughs) it's not a good sign if Nick Mangold cut is the first story and the second story is will not retire. Like, okay, I I get it. He's not going to (laughs) retire. But, I mean, if it's it's a question that needs to be asked, he's 33 years old. You want to give him a two- or three-year deal and maybe he's a stopgap and a transition? That's what Drew's selling. Uh, Greg, I'm more with you, though. I would rather just go with a, a core of four to five young offensive linemen and let them play it out over together. a couple of years because you're not looking to add him to make a push to win a Super Bowl. No, but how's this? He started, how's this? He started, uh, he's missed a total of what? In the past five years, six years, he's missed a total of 10 games. And most of them were last year. Most of them were last year. Right. Well, he missed four last year, right? Right. But he started eight games still last year. And if how's this? Even if you're looking at him as a part-time starter, or if you sign him with the idea that he is a backup veteran, 
mean, the guy is 33 years old. You're right, Jim. Offensive I don't think he lineman. wants to be a backup. No, I, don't, I wouldn't think so. That would be this problem, Drew. He's going to want to start at least for another year or two. You know, if, if you felt like last season was more real, I think all of us in this room say, man, Lions are probably coming back down to earth next season, right? I mean, they won a lot of close football games. If you felt good about last year and said, no, no, they're a real deal playoff team that's mm-hmm. only going to get better, then I think you, you run and sign Nick Mangold, right? But if you look that's at it and true. go, boy, I think they're going to win seven games next year, eight games next year. It's, if you looked at get, them and get said, young linemen. right, if you looked at it and said, boy, this, this could be 11, 12 wins next year. The gang's all back. Upgrade that offensive line. That's where you win football games. Then I'm on board with Nick Mangold. But I got, I got to say, Bob Quinn has been adamant about addressing offensive and defensive line in the draft. And I want him to keep doing that. I want to keep building up young, young bodies. Yep. Yep, I agree. Well, you know, you got, you got the first-round pick, Decker, last year, at Glasgow in the third, Swanson's young. Now you just have to really decide what you're going to do with, uh, with the right side of the line. And Reef, apparently, I mean, I'm all for letting him go. I mean, is someone really going to pay that guy? It looks like it. For one year? He had one good year. That doesn't sound like a guy I want on my team. I think I'd rather just keep drafting young players, signing young free agents that you can dig up for backups. Um, but they're going to have to sign somebody on off, uh, for the offensive line this offseason. Well, and the free press has done a really nice job. They've got the salary cap up to date, what the Lions have to work with, and it's $34 million. Mm-hmm. So Since you have a little money to, to play around with. Right, some of it's going to Stafford, but I actually kind of like Reef. I know fans are, aren't as high on him. I thought, he was, last I thought he was an a, a okay, solid left tackle, nothing great, mm-hmm. and I think he was a good right tackle. And I like that flexibility because teams are moving pass rushers around. It's not like your, your right tackle gets an easy day. There's going to be tough matchups for a right tackle from time to time, and I like that Reef is good enough to play either tackle spot. That's a plus. And I, I don't think he's bad. I know a lot of people are hard on him. I think he's a good tackle. So I would pay him, especially if you've got some excess money, He's been with this unit. There is some continuity to be said for an offensive line. I I, I would keep Reef well, more than like, I would go out and get Mangled. Well, and that's the thing is it sounds like Reef is the more – how's this? Reef is the younger and more realistic of the options that we've talked about because I think Warford's going to command top dollar. He has been consistently rated as one of the best O-linemen in the league at a tough position. Warford is a guy who is going to go out and get paid. And Jim, you said the Lions have a little bit of extra money. It's not a giant surplus of cash, right? We're not we're not talking about uh, a couple of those teams last offseason that could just go out and sign whoever they wanted to sign. We're not talking about the Dolphins or the Giants. And I don't think you want to be those teams. No, the and teams- I'm not saying you do, but I'm saying the guys that we've talked about, Mangold's only going to be good for probably another two years. Right, it's a short deal. Right. Warford is going to cost too much. I think the best answer of the three options we're discussing right now is Reef because of his familiarity, his uh, adaptability, and his, again, his cost. Let me give you an example of, of who I think Mangold could end up being. And I think he's better than this player, but again, it shows you this is not an old man's league. Think about Haloti Nada three years ago. Or even Haloti Nada when they acquired him. You're like, boy, this guy's a run stuffer. He's got a couple years left in the, in the, in the tank. And now we're talking about it. He's done, right? Right. It he had happens one year quick. Left in the tank. Well, exactly, <laughs> and they year. signed him to a two-year deal this offseason. It feels like you could be doing the same thing with Mangold. The difference is you don't rotate offensive linemen in and out of a game like you do on defense. If Elodie Nada's right. falling apart, 
you can always sub him out and dump somebody else in for a series. You don't take out your starting center for the third quarter. So if Mangold's going to be the guy, he's got to play every snap. There can't be a drop-off, and he's got to anchor an offensive line. And How much is he going to get? Yeah, I don't know. What are they talking? Are they giving ballparks on him? Well, last season he made, or he was due to make, $6 million plus a $2 million bonus. It's mm. so. a lot of money, man. Yeah. Considering you're playing Decker two and a half and Glasgow six hundred thousand, I mean, I feel like the value might not be there if that's going up. I think you try to be the Cowboys, and you try to draft as many first and second round offensive linemen as you can. I agree, and you do it that way. But you got to get them. The best part about the offensive linemen that they had last year was those two on the left side played cheap. I mean, that's huge. If you get, and they're on cheap contracts for what three and four more years. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. I think you got to really question how much you want to play Reef. I think he's a good player. I don't. Do you want to give him eight million? Is that just the going rate for your for a top offensive tackle for a starter? Maybe. But does I mean, it make it easier st- to do that because the other guys are on cheaper deals? Well, what? Do you, what if you drafted another tackle, paid him two and a half million, bump one of them into guard, right? You could, theoretically. I mean. The, the, the amount of money these guys are playing for, these young guys, is fascinating. Swanson, he's under $2 million. You know, as we talk about this, three, the three guys from the center to the left are playing for less than Riley Reef. <laughs> now it's got me thinking, what's going to happen to Dallas in a couple of years? They're going to lose guys. They better win now because they're going to start losing offensive linemen, right? Yeah. You can't keep them all because they're all going to want to get paid, especially – uh, Smith on the left. Let's see. They, here's well, I was going to say, or I do you hope if you're Dallas that you've created a Patriot-like culture where guys want to stay think, for a little less with the hope of winning? Well, I think the most expensive one or one of the top paid guys is Doug Free, who's on the right side. He's mm-hmm. old now. I think he's So gone. you'll let him go. let him go, yeah. Yeah, you draft a guy there. That's going cheaper at that position. He'll be available, Drew. I don't think we want him either. I, I mean, the free agency stuff's going to pick up a lot more next week. The combine right. starts tomorrow. And, and we didn't want to back into it. We want to give it a lot of time tomorrow. This mixing stuff is, is heating up. There's some quotes out from today I know we're going to want to react to tomorrow. That'd be cool. All right. Um, so we'll talk about the Lions tomorrow. I'll get to some other stuff. Jim and I will yell about something. We'll talk about this They'll abomination that American Coney is trying to serve you. Oh, my God. That's gross. Don't say what it is, though. We're going to keep it hidden. Jim will call me an old man. I'll call him an idiot. And uh, we'll do more special stuff tomorrow right here on the program. Thanks for listening. Uh, Drew, do you want to yell at anyone before we go? Yeah, I do. You two's knuckleheads took up the whole show yelling about Rip Hamilton's. And we didn't get to half the topics, see? We let down the listeners. You guys are jokes. Okay. Guilty. See you tomorrow. It's Greg, Big Drew, and Jim. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.